Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine wanted to be a Another week of N4G. Just kidding, it's canceled. We're leaving. <laughs> Everybody's. I'm now getting the Sean Murray death threats on Twitter, <laughs> which I got last week, for God's sakes. Uh, this is uh, N4G Radio episode number 450. Blaze it. What? No, sorry, wrong. What? 450 plays it. 450 plays it. Um, John, if you're going to make a pot joke, make a correct pot joke, please. I don't. That wasn't the joke. Uh, for November 7th, 2016, and there's a lot of fucking video games out, so we're not going to waste no time today. But on the show this week, we have Drew Bama. What's up? Make America great again, Drew. Mm-hmm. We have John. Konnichiwa. Yeah, back from fresh back from Japan. Oh yes. Come on. Uh, we have the wombat. Jet lagged and everything. It's already great. <laughs> what? He said it's already great. <laughs> What's already great? America? Yep. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and finally we have Jay. I'm done enough. Oh man. So so Drew, just for you, I recorded um a, a like a fondling of the NES classic. Yesterday, okay. uh, yeah. and I played Star Tropics just for you. Thank you. And I totally forgot that the name of the the of where you came from in that game was Americola. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this it's like an American version of Zelda. It is. I even turned the CRT filter on for that particular play. Because you you play as a kid who uses a baseball bat and, and a yo-yo and a yo-yo. He's also uh, fairly chunky. Yeah, he's a heavy set fella from Americola. Because uh, mm-hmm. was that uh, was that a hidden agenda message in there about how Americans are fat? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably. That game was made in 1990. Yeah, it was one of the last games on the NES. Uh, one of the, I think, the last NES game is on that thing, which is Kirby. Mm. 1993, that game came. Wow. Out. Super Nintendo wow. hasn't been out for like two years. <laughs> two years, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Game looks real good too, by the way. Oh man, I felt good playing some games on the NES this week. If only the controller was longer. But anyway, well, you mean you mean the cord or the actual controller? The, the cord, the cord. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had to like yank the system halfway out across the entertainment center, and then sit really close to the machine. Can you use your old NES controller? No, it's a no. The, it's USB, isn't it? No, the jack on it is a uh, uh, the the same jack that is the nunchuck. So, like mm. anything oh. that plugged into the Wii remote. So, like your Pro controller, your classic controllers will work. It's that jack. 
So, so you can use your pro controllers and stuff. You can use your Wii pro controllers. Mm. Not Wii U. Well, I don't have any of those, so. Oh, well. They're sending me a wireless controller this week, so I'm going to try that out. Wireless controller nice. built specifically for that thing? Yes. That's amusing. All right. Jesus Christ, peripherals for that thing? Come oh, on. yeah. Oh, dude, have you seen the insanity going on with this thing? They're selling them on eBay right now because Nintendo's not doing pre-orders for them. And people who got them earlier are selling them on eBay for like $200. Those people are out of minds. Yeah, they are. Guess what? Raspberry Pi is what? 20 bucks. <laughs> you can say that, but it don't matter because this thing is made by Nintendo. So people want it'll it'll be I I predict that if they make enough of them this thing could outsell all three of the other consoles this holiday. If they made enough of them. How much does this thing cost again? 60 bucks. Mm. 60 bucks 30 games. Uh the nicest thing about it is that it's USB powered if you want it to be. So I could like it has save states, right? Yep, has uh, four save states per game. Cool. Um, and I plugged it directly into my TV's USB, so I didn't have to plug it in the wall. I hear the CPU power in that $60 device is actually more powerful than the one inside the Wii, yep. which is amusing. It is. But you can't add anything to it, so it don't matter. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. it's super tiny, too. Like, imagine four Vita <laughs> uh, boxes stacked. That's how big it is. My Elite controller, if I set it on top of it, which it is right now, is bigger than that thing. Wow. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Have you played all 30 games? I think so, yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, how many of those are you going to beat? Yeah. I don't know. I, I got through the first act, is that what you would call it, of Punch-Out? Where you get to the first, yeah. uh, the first bike you beat ride? The first, you beat the first circuit? Yep. I played a full game of Tecmo Bowl, and Bo Jackson is still king. Cannot be touched. Uh, I didn't play. I didn't play much of Zelda. Um, either one. I probably won't beat Ninja Gaiden because my skills are not there anymore. <laughs> Same thing with uh, Ghosts and Goblins. I made it to Firebrand. Oh, I made it to Firebrand every time. Twice in the video, I made it to Firebrand, and that's where I die. So. I'm trying to make it like I don't know all the games that are on there. Um, do they have all three Mario Brothers? Yes, and the original Mario Brothers. So there's four. Okay, so you got Mario Brothers, Mario Brothers Two, Mario Brothers Two, the U.S. version. No, 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 no. Super no. Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers Two, Super Mario Brothers Three, and Mario Brothers. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, the old arcade one. Arcade one, yeah. Yeah. And Mario Brothers Two is Doki Doki Panic. Our Doki Doki Panic. Okay. Yeah. All I actually all... really love that game. Yeah. I I played that in the video too. I was like, oh man, the music, the music. Yep. It's got Zelda, Final Fantasy, Zelda Two, Star Tropics, uh, a balloon fight, sight bike. RBI baseball. No, unfortunately. No? Uh, Contra and Super C are both on there. Any Mega Man's? Uh, Mega Man Two. Okay. Double Dragon Two. That was a weird one. That's a great game, though. It is. It is because Double Dragon One kind of sucks. Yeah. 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 But still, it's it's weird to see Double Dragon 2. Yeah. But yeah, it, it felt good. It felt good playing those games. Castlevania 1, 2, and 3? Just Castlevania 1 and 2. Oh, fucking hell, not 3? No, no 3. Simon's <sighs> Quest, but not 3. God, they put Simon's Quest in there, but they don't put fucking 3 in there. Simon's Quest is weird, dude. I forgot that was like a... That, that kind of is like Zelda 2. It's like Zelda yeah, 2, like, yeah. Yeah. 
Like I forgot. I mean, it's, that. it's like a full on RPG kind of thing. Yeah, it's so it's got the night and day cycle and everything. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's a bad game. Yeah, it was not a good game. Mm-mm. I think it's cool though. Like I totally see that as you know, such a novel little thing. If you can find one, which you won't be able to. Mm. It's out on Friday. This Friday. Two systems launched this week. You ready for that? <laughs> what a world we live in. Oh, What a world, what a but world. Let's talk about video games, new video games. Drew, have you been playing new video games? Eternal Darkness. That's not a new video <laughs> game, Drew. <laughs> He's never beaten it, so it's new to him, right? This really? is true. You, no, no, no. I, beat, I beat that game I was gonna say, back you, when it first came yeah, out. Okay, okay. okay. It's been a long time. but um, Since you rock and rolled? Since I rock and rolled. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm doing a bunch of games for review. Um, God, what, what the fuck? You still can't Z- talk about Xenoraid. Really? I can't talk about Xenoraid? It's Tuesday. Jesus Christ, okay. That was I mean, I'll double-check the embargo, but I think the embargo is Tuesday. Okay. Well, I can talk about Pirate Pop Plus. <laughs> Three <kids>. Exciting. <laughs> this is made by... Uh, Been waiting th- all week for this. Thir- <laughs> is it 13 AM Games? Is that the name of the company? I think so, the guys that did Rumbo. Yeah, they made Rumbo. I really loved Rumbo. Um, this game is very simplistic, and it's kind of like a little arcade game where you're going to play... You know, 10, 15 minutes at the most and then not play for a while and then play it again kind of thing. Uh, it's real simple. You, you're you in a small square arena and you shoot anchors up and pop bubbles, which then turn into smaller bubbles. If you get hit by one, your health goes down. Uh, and then the you, you're constantly, the gravity's changing. So sometimes you'll be up on the ceiling and you're shooting downward. Sometimes you're on the sides, shooting left and right. Um, and that's pretty much it. But is it fun? It's a fun little game. The issue is, is that it's it's so simplistic. It's it's kind of like if I were to get the NES Classic, I would boot up Excite Bike maybe once for 15 minutes and say, you know what, I won't play that again. You know what's weird about Excite Bike that I didn't remember? You could. You could create courses, yeah, but the save function didn't work. Mm. It was from the Japanese version of the game, and they just left the menu item in there, but you can't actually save it, and you can't load it. Mm. Like, it just doesn't work. You know what's right. awesome about Excitebike? Everything. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, especially what I was going to say is the music. Yes, the music is... Yeah. I, I don't think there's a bad song in most of those games in that collection. You know you know what else I will always forever in my life remember about Excite Bike? Is the <laughs> when you first start. That's a that's a pretty good imitation, nice. I learned I I learned something that I had <laughs> forgotten about Excite Bike. The arrows they drop yep. your temperature. Yep. Like I didn't know that when I was a kid. The arrows? The arrows on yep, the track? the arrows on the ground. Yeah, they drop your temperature so you don't overheat. Yep. Oh, I thought they made you go faster. No, they drop your temperature so you can hold down the, the B button. Yep. Accelerate huh. longer. Well, damn, I learned something See, I could have used 20 years ago. Shit was deep. Side bike was my jam. I love that game. Yeah, I used to build lots of tracks that I could never save. 
There was a Game Boy version of that game, right? It was a 64 version of that game, too. Yes, yep. it was. Yeah, I think I played the Game Boy version more. Yeah. Man, you know what game was great? And I'm, I know we're off now on a tangent. Do you guys remember Dirt Tracks FX? Yeah. Or, FX. Stunt, tracks, or stunt Tracks FX? Yeah, those games Either were one. great. I love those games. Remember when MX versus ATV was a good series? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's let's go back to 2006 mm-hmm. when that series was good. Because I played one a few months ago and it was really bad. Yeah, they're not good anymore. Yep. Sadly. But uh, let's see here. Can I talk about Xanadu next? That's out. So yeah. That's out. Okay. Um. I did some research on this game because obviously it looks a lot old. A lot old. A lot old. <laughs> um, so I had heard of a game called Xanadu, which was on the NES, I believe. Mm-hmm. Xanadu Next, which is made by Falcom, the same people who brought us the Trails series, um, made this game for the Engage. <laughs> uh, amazing. Taco and now it. Now it is on the uh, PC. And this is basically a Diablo game. Yeah. You use... You, you don't really... You can use, like, the uh, like F1, F2, stuff like that. But it's only for certain, certain skills that you may not use all the time. And 1 and 2 to use items. That's about it. Everything else is used just the mouse. So, like, if you go to a menu, anything like that is all mouse-based. And movement's mouse-based... It's kind of like an isometric view. You can move the camera using the um, the scroll. Um, it's interesting. Um, I never heard of this game before. I mean, obviously because well, it's I didn't. Engage. It was on Engage. Um, <laughs> but it's actually very interesting, uh, and it has some fantastic music, uh, which you know, I, from what I understand, pretty much all Falcom games have really good music. Yes, they. Um they have an in-house composing team called Team JDK, and everything they do is amazing. Yeah, this is this game is no exception. It has some really good soundtrack. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's kind of a difficult game. Um, if you were to die, um, you know, outside of the town, uh, you can always restart at the town and lose like fifty percent of your gold, or you can load from your last save, kind of thing. Um, it's, yeah, you get totally get new loot. Um, you can, uh, depending on if you use a certain type of weapon, a good amount of times you'll, uh, get more proficient with it, learn new abilities with that weapon. Um, there's these cards that you can obtain, which give you, um, passive abilities. Like one night right now, I have a card, it's a starting card, which, uh, gives you like, um, a boost in your hit points. Um, yeah, it's, it's like, it's kind of like Diablo 2. It feels a lot like Diablo 2. Um, but it's interesting. Uh, I don't know exactly how much you're charging for it. Uh, it's on Steam. That's uh, it's not very expensive. It's like less than 20 bucks, I think. Okay. That, that, that's totally fine because this game is, I, I would say it's going to be pretty pretty long. Um, it's kind of story-driven. Uh, it's not bad. It's actually really not bad. Um, if you're like If you're into that kind of old-school dungeon-crawling kind of thing. I would definitely suggest it. Does it have like classes that you can pick at the beginning, or are you just one guy? 
It depends. No, no, you you're just one guy, uh, and it depends on what you have equipped and mm-hmm. and what you spec your character. Every time you level up, you put points into you know strength, uh, constitution, stuff like that. Uh, and depending on how you spec it, your class kind of changes. So I started as a, a a regular character, and then since I buffed up my strength and my constitution, now I am a fighter. Kind of thing. So, um, but it's actually a really interesting title. I suggest people give it a shot, especially if it's relatively cheap. Um, I'm playing that. I am playing. God, what is the name of that game? It's a Zelda clone. Oh, it'll do two. It'll do two. I don't think it's out yet. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> Embargo check. Embargo check on that <laughs> one. Probably under embargo. Yes, November 15th. Okay. So you can't then talk I about will. it till two weeks from now. <laughs> well, it's it's out on PC for a year. So but, if you get Are you sure it's the second one that is and not the first one? Mm-hmm. I think the first one was out for a while, but not the second one. I think the second one's new. Yeah, the second one okay. is coming because the first one got so much acclaim. So they made a gotcha. second one. Okay, yeah, it's on PS4 now. So And Xbox. And Xbox. Oh, yeah, I'm playing on PS4. Playing that for review. Um, I, I talked about Darkest Dungeon. Yep. Um, let's see. I'm, I'm imagining what I played like the past week because I didn't. We didn't have a show last week. Yeah, new games. Lots of them came out. Uh, I played Civilization Six. Yeah, you did. I picked that up. Damn. Our reviews live. That uh, she gave it a nine and a half. Yeah. Wow. Very very good score. Yeah. Very good game. Um, yeah. I think that game definitely deserves that score. Uh, that game, it it's not for everybody, but a lot of people can really enjoy this game because it has a really good tutorial. Um, there's a few problems I have as far as navigation goes, like just like where did I find this? I want to find this, and I like I click every friggin' thing till I finally find it. Um, they've done some major changes to the game now there's like these like whole districts so like whenever you made an improvement to your city it was just there now you actually have to put districts in the city boundaries so you have to start sacrificing well there's a farmland here if i remove the farmland and put a new district here to improve my city i'm not going to get as much food you know it's like a whole rebalancing of the entire game that way um yeah it's it's fantastic. A single game will take forever <laughs> to get through. Um, yeah, I saw your tweet. <laughs> yeah, I sat down. I got home. I, I bought the game before I went to work that day and let it download. When I got home, I got home at like 3.30 and started playing it. And when I stopped playing it and finished my first game, which was just a random game with, I think, six civilizations, it was close to 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the quintessential melt time video game. Just yeah. makes time disappear. Yep, felt like I time traveled. Yep, <laughs> but uh, it's fantastic. It really is. I mean, if you if you ever wanted to get into like a four X game, that's that is the quintessential game. Uh, just like you know, hey, if I ever wanted to get into a real time strategy game, you should probably just play StarCraft. That's all you should play, really. Yeah. So that's that's um because I, I remember when I played Civ Five, I had played a little bit of Civ Four, but I hadn't played any of the other ones before that. Civ Five was when I really got into, and I was like, I wonder what other 
4X games were out there. And I played some of them. I'm like, yeah, seems like Civ is the best of them. So, That's the problem with starting with the best. Is there's, yeah. there's no going back. Yeah, there's yeah. no going back. But yeah, that's that's a fantastic game. I can't suggest it enough to anybody. Um, I think that's it. I can't think of anything else. I played a little bit of Division after the uh, the patch that released a couple weeks ago. I tried, and the servers were bad, so it kept kicking me out. So I got mad, and then I haven't had time since. Gotcha. Has um, it changed much? Yes, majorly. Really? Yes. The wow. Loot, the loot drops are fantastic. So now instead of you killing random dudes and saying, I shouldn't even pick this shit up, now mm. they may drop something halfway decent. Oh, wow, okay. On top of that, it doesn't take as long to kill shit. They have reduced the time to kill on most enemies, including bosses. Wow, okay. So There's it's, world tiers now, too. There's also world tiers, so now you can set it up to where, all right, I want the best loot possible, so I can set it to the hardest tier. Or, right, okay. you know, kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I really want to jump back into that, uh, but, you know. It it's, probably, it's probably going to be a 2017, let's get back into that game. Yeah. Once, when they well, release I, the DLC. Yeah, when they release the second DLC, I think it's whenever yeah. I might jump back in. Oh, granted, the second <laughs> DLC is supposed to be Dark Zone shit. Yeah, I don't care about that, but I, uh, just... Between now and then, I don't think there'll be time to really dedicate to it. No. So I'm thinking... I'm, I'm having a hard time dedicating stuff to Eternal Darkness for Phoenix Down for Crazy X. Yeah. There's just too many games right now. I think January, it'll probably slow down. And I will certainly be willing to come back to that game because I always enjoyed that game. Yeah. Isn't is, is there a couple of, like big notable coming out in January as well? I think the... Um, I don't think so. Well, Resident Evil 7 comes out in January. Yeah, that's but that's probably big. like a 10-hour game. That's not like a 60-hour RPG, which is dropping at the end of fucking November. Mm. <laughs> I guess I'll have to see what comes out in January. I haven't thought that far. But yeah, I think um, I think that's it for me. Yeah. Good. Well, we'll talk to John. I, I'm sure you didn't play a lot while you were gone. No, um, I did have a fun time in Japan, however. Oh, sure you did. Uh, uh, I did have been playing a couple of games, but I would like to give a big thanks to DJ Mitsuharu, who not only was on hand uh, for advice whilst in Japan, because he uh, lives there. Uh, he's originally from the UK, uh, but he moved over there uh, with work and uh, now currently lives there with his uh wife and family his son is absolutely amazing he is like uh, he's he's so hyper it's hilarious <laughs> and he's <laughs> but he um yeah he, he was on hand for some info and then also uh we went to see him in osaka uh sorry nagoya where he lives and he took us out to the Chicken Man restaurant, which is a chain of uh, these small restaurants that serve chicken predominantly in uh, various other bits. Um, very nice chicken. Very, very nice chicken. Um, very weird uh, mascot as well. It's basically an old Chinese man, like it's a drawing of an old uh, Japanese man, sorry, with chicken wings and legs. It's very odd. Okay. <laughs> um, that uh, pretty much sums up Japan. So we went and uh, to the robot restaurant, which is one of kind of, uh, I guess, 
Japan's main tourist features, which is essentially uh, an hour and a half of you sitting uh, and in front of you along this this area, this floored area, you've got basically seats either side and in the middle, um, people dressed up in funny suits with mechanical floats and various bits do battle, and it is... So it's like sci-fi medieval times. <laughs> it, it, is so, <laughs> it is something to behold. Um, it is madness. It, it just... Defies it. It's like, do they do they yell out their super moves before they do them? No, but it's like they start. They do it in segments. They start off with um, like some really fancy dancing and sort of choreographed moves, choreographed moves, and uh, you know some fake fighting with swords and stuff like that. And then they jump on mechanicalized sharks and dragons and um, uh, lions and bears, and oh they do battle. It, yeah. <laughs> no. um, it's bonkers. Um, pure joy. Absolutely brilliant. Um, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I did also, I picked up a new Vita <laughs> while I was out there. You just, you just like. <laughs> Did you did you not have a Vita before, or did you just no, pick up? No, I had a Vita, but they do really nice coloured ones over there, so I picked up an orange one, because it took my fancy. Um, okay. Contributing yeah, to the yeah. cause of a dead system. Thanks, John. Uh, hey, absolutely. it's not dead over there in Japan, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he doesn't okay. live in Japan! <laughs> so, this is interesting. Like, um, there was a couple of game stores that we found, uh, sort of mainstream ones. Uh, there was... Uh, Super Potato and another one that uh, DJ Mitsaru uh, took us to, which were very retro, very kind of collector's uh, style shops. Uh, but there was a couple we went to that were more mainstream. They had like a lot of PS4, a lot of Vita um, areas, uh, and obviously Nintendo as well. And they were packed. Uh, one was in uh, Shibuya. And oh my God, Shibuya, I nearly cried when I went there. It was so awesome. It's just as magical as you can imagine it's and also tokyo mirage sessions it's amazing how spot on (laughs) they got that you know the section uh in shibuya where you you, the coffee shop yeah that's there it's it is there and it is identical to how it is in the in the game except as a starbucks as opposed to generic uh coffee shop that it is in the game uh but that was amazing um so uh, yeah, there was one there, and it was like uh, rammed, and it sold uh, multiple things. as CDs on one level, books and comics on another. Um, and then they had this game section that had, uh, like, say, Vita, um, PS4, Nintendo. Had, uh, and there must have been 5,000 Blu-rays, uh, all different ones, like manga and all that sort of stuff. Um, and that was packed. Yeah. Through the ten days I was there, and we travelled a lot. We travelled everywhere on transport, either the bullet train or the trains or the subway. Um, I saw three people game on a system, and that was uh, two Nintendos and a PS Vita. Three. Everyone else was on their phone. Yeah, phones are yeah. huge in Japan. Yeah, it was either iPhone or Sony, pretty much as you can imagine over there. But that's how they game. And it was, uh, yeah, you can, I can't imagine that Nintendo will market the Switch as 
a portable device in Japan. They're going to push it as a home console that you could, if you want to, take out because um, no one plays there. Even their 3DS, which obviously 60 million, I don't know how many they sold in Japan, but, you know, probably some pretty good sales. Two people I saw playing them, which is, and I didn't get that many street passes. Uh, I thought I'd, I'd go over there, I'll get loads. No, not that many, which was which was weird. Um, but well, I did play a couple of games. I, while I was out there, I picked up um, well, I didn't pick up there. I got up from the store. Uh, World of Final Fantasy, yeah, which is really, really good. Yes, it um, is. Did you get it for the Vita or the PS4? Uh, both, um, but I played it on the Vita over there, and I've got it on the PS4. And the cross save stuff's really quite straightforward, so that's really cool. Um, that game's. I mean, it still suffers from the Final Fantasy tradition of five hours in, and I'm still getting tutorials. Oh, yeah. Um but it's, I mean, the right, the descriptions for the, um, uh, for the minions or whatever, for the mirages are brilliant. Obviously, the localization team had a field day with it. It was absolutely brilliant. It's, I like the characters. I think um, Lan is a little bit too much sometimes, but I think the uh, interplay between him and, Rain is really, really well done. Can we, can we um, just, for one second, can we all just agree that the little fucking thing that rides around with you should stop saying the... the... Oh my god, that thing, yeah, the, uh, what's her name? Oh, T, 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 No, not Navi. the T. But it's, yeah, she says everything with every other word with that in front of her, and it is annoying as fuck. Yeah, that is the one thing I hate about that game. Yeah, some, some some speech impairment kind of things can be mm-hmm. charming, but that is not one of them. No. The, the, th- the thing is, is like the way Lon acts and the way she talks, it just gives off this "this is made for kids" vibe. Yeah, I mean, it may, it, it's like it's it's supposed to be targeting children, but it's, it shouldn't be though because it's quite a complex game. I it mean, it is. You, you take into consideration. I know that you know it's very Pokemon and it's catching monsters kind of thing. But the the stacking system and and how that works is 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 quite in depth. So yeah. to to label it a kids game in well to to, to present it as a, a, a kids game is is misleading. Um, but it's I, I can't fold it. I had to switch the controls to classic as opposed to the um, the new way they've got of the you select new commands because I do like the older style. It's a little bit more straightforward. Um, but I'm enjoying that. I'm 10 hours in. I've got a load of exclusive stuff, but I don't know where they are. Um, I was meant to get a Sephiroth summon, but I don't know if... Because I haven't got to the part where you, you enable summon summons. People, yeah, yeah, you haven't got there yet. Yeah, so Sephiroth. I think I'll turn up. Um, really good. Yeah, I'm really, looking forward really to... Really, really good. Looking forward to playing that game when I get my fucking PlayStation back in my office. Yeah, that game's, that game's really... I, I really enjoy that game. And I think the uh, although it, it's it runs a lot smoother on the the PlayStation Four, I think they did a good job with the Vita, considering the the limitations of, of that between that and the, the PS Four. Um, it looks nice. Um, this all you know, you have to download it, but you can get both Japanese and English uh, voice here. Yep, it's weird that you have to download them, but I guess it was something to do with the size of the 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 game on the on the card. I, I don't know. Um, and I've also started and finished uh single player of 
um, Infinite Warfare. Oh, I want to talk about this. I'm on the last mission. Okay, you're on the last mission. I, I um, finished I'll, all the, the Jackal side missions, and I finished all the dropship side missions. Mm, and I've have, done all them. I have one mission left to go. That game is fucking amazing. <laughs> it is one of the best Call of Duties I've ever made. Oh my god. It's not just the... Because every level, every mission is... Uh, even the because it's kind of laid out differently to a normal Call of Duty where you start at A and you progress to B and go on to C and so on and so forth. Um, you have your main story beats, and then at a certain point in the game it expands, and you can go out and do these side missions as you choose. You can completely ignore them if you want, but if you do, you miss out on uh, potential weapons and upgrades uh, to your to your suits and your your various bits and pieces, um, and you do them as you please, and they're missions for both you know fps missions but also for uh air combat and the air combat is so well done um it's really i mean that's that's the kind of air combat you want in no man's sky that's it was it's so well done um it's easy to control the ship and maneuver you feel like a fucking badass when you're chasing down uh one of the enemy ships um you're on its tail and it you're locking on and you're firing missiles and you're having to release um what do they call them things flares uh, flares that's it thank you um when you're releasing flares it's like oh it's so exciting um and it's the story's actually really good do you, you um, want you want to know why it's written by the actor who bloody plays the guy it's written by uh naughty dog guys it's not. It's written by the main actor, Nick Ray, the it's, guy who plays in Brian Bloom. But the character, the, the actual writing in the game was from the Nutty Dog guys that they brought in. Well, they don't credit any of them because literally at the end credits it says written by Brian Bloom, and that's it. Oh, I don't even think there's more I don't people even think than Nordy, one guy. You would think, and I would imagine he just done the main, you know, the premise of it. But that's who is credited as writing it. It is him, just him alone. But um, it's it's so good. Um, so I, I, I literally, I've, I've played it yesterday and today, and I've got through the single player probably about twelve hours, I would say, um, which is is pretty good. Um, looks really nice. I'm I'm really intrigued to see how it's going to look next week on the pro because obviously that's had support for that. Uh, Multiplayer is really, really good as well. I haven't, uh, even, I don't know if you've haven't even played it. It's quite funny because <laughs> the trophies for the single player are all ultra rare. <laughs> I, I have. I, I'm playing it on Xbox One, and like it, I go to the game hub and look at like compared to other people playing. Everybody on my list is zero percent single player. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? This is yeah. so good. Yeah, and it's it's hilarious because all of the trophies for the single player. Like all the bronze ones, they're all ultra rare. There's and only one. That's... There's only one multiplayer tr- uh, trophy and achievement, and that's to win five matches. Yeah. Yep, that's, that's it. The rest good. of them are zombies. Which, oh man, that zombies mode. I haven't touched that. yet. Oh, it is so good. <laughs> I've never been a fan of zombies, though. I've you always kind to, of. You need to play this. It's got okay. Seth. It's got Seth Green and Pee Wee Herman in it. Well, it's got um, David Hasselhoff as well. So. Yep, he's well. He's the DJ. Uh, I think I'll I'll give that a shot at some point. Uh, some of my friends have been bugging to play um, uh, zombies, so I'll give it a shot. But the multiplayer is really, really good. W- well made. The the combat and the movement uh, that tied into the suits and stuff that you wear for the the wall running. Yes, it's 
it's Titanfall-y, but it's done really, really well. Um, really impressed with that. The, uh, um, does, does the uh, single-player campaign have like a split-screen mode, or is it only just a uh, single? It's, it's single-player. Single, yeah. Uh, all right. You're always with someone. Oh, and oh my god, Ethan, what a fantastic yeah. character. They're, they're, oh, the characters, so good. The characters in the single-player of this game, I remembered all of them. Because mm. they're really well, they're all, they're yeah. really well written. But Ethan, mm. Ethan is like I liked BT, and I'm sure Jay and I will talk about Titanfall two later. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked BT, um, but man, Ethan is like the best robot character I've seen in mm. a long. Oh yeah, time. Oh, they have a robot character in the yeah yeah. Potential. Yeah, cool. He nice. is it, just the way he talks because people treat him like he's a robot, like he doesn't understand things. And, and then when he makes a joke, it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so a couple of the jokes because he pulls a couple of. I don't don't spoil anything for me. I want to. No, I'm not going to. No, no. He pulls a couple of jokes to unsettle the Marines, and it is so funny his delivery on them. It's it's okay. it's proper well done. Also, uh, you know, if you if you watch Supergirl, Martian Manhunter is in is in this game. Yes, um, I actually Omar. it's quite funny. I've never watched, I've never watched Supergirl uh, before. Been playing uh, this obviously last night, and then we was watching some TV. There's nothing on. I flicked on Supergirl, and there he was. Like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> it's weird hearing him with a non-British accent after now hearing him with a British accent. Like it's it's night and day. But it's it's phenomenal. It really is. Good. I, mean, I know it'll probably get overshadowed by. Uh, the Modern Warfare stuff, and I played a little bit of that, the multiplayer, and just, that just one thing, Modern Warfare is. Yeah, one thing before you move on, John, did you, and I'm not going to spoil this, but the scene with Ethan in space, did that Did mm-hmm. that give you the feels? It did. Oh, man. It did. I was so and shocked that I felt something during that. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, it oh really is. Again, it's a testament to the acting and the writing of that. Yeah. Um, you're in for a treat for the final Mission, I'm, I'm looking really forward are. to it. Like I, that, that's the last. Like I finished up uh, the last Jackal mission last night, and I'm like, all right, it looks like I have one mission left. According to the achievements, I'm going to save mm-hmm. this and I'm going to do it another day. But goddamn, it's so good. Mm. A fair play to him. After Ghosts, I had no real expectations for this. It looked cool, and the you know, it all hinged on. The the story and the, for me the 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 space combat how much was how much how much of it there was going to be and how good it was and the thing is there's lots of it but it's really well done yeah. um, and you it, it kind of it's nice because you you can get a little bit bored of just plodding you know plodding on shooting guys plodding on shooting guys getting to the next Margo shooting guys um, the jackal missions really break it up well. Um, but because they mark which missions are which when you choose them, you can choose to do a jackal mission if you decide to do so. If you think, well, I've, I've you know, a little bit bored of running a gun and want to go up in space and shoot some shit, then you can do that just by picking one of the side missions because it tells you this is a jackal mission. Uh, so, so good. And that, I mean, I haven't played Titanfall. It's one of the, neither a lot of people have found things, but... Um, it's one of those games I will go to. It just happened to get released while I, was, I wasn't in the UK. I'm sure I would have picked it up if, if I was in the UK at the time. Um, I'll, and by the sounds of it, that's the go-to single-player campaign from everyone, everyone saying it's really well done, very um, 
uh, <laughs> creative, very creative, and not your standard first-person shooter campaign. And I'm looking forward to it, but it's going to take a lot to, to beat Infinite Warfare, because although it is a standard first-person shooter mixed in with space combat, it's just perfectly executed. I, it's so weird to think about this, but like all the shooters have had really outstanding campaigns this year. But mm. I, I would have to say Titanfall is at the bottom of my list for the year. Really? Wow, okay. Oh, I haven't played Battlefield, and I'm, to be fair, I'm not likely to. Um, I loved Battlefield. Battlefield was my favorite until I played Infinite Warfare, and now I think mm. Infinite Warfare is my favorite. Yeah, I, can, uh, I can't recommend it enough. Um, it's definitely going to... I mean, again, after Ghosts, I thought this was this was going to be a, a, a wash, possibly, and uh, they have so turned it around. Looking at the credits as they rolled, they've had a lot of help. Raven's been involved, and uh, Treyarch was helping as well. But it ticks every box. Uh, multiplayer, single-player excitement, really good-looking, uh, great acting, great story. It's, it's all there. It's a proper first-person package. Yeah. Uh, what does the single-player campaign and like the multiplayer run at? Is it 60 as well on the PS4s and the Xbox Ones? Yeah, 60, 60 for single player for sure, because that's all I've played, and, and 60 for zombies. I'm assuming 60 for multiplayer. They've always okay. been they've always been up there with a, like, we want our game to run at 60, and it does yeah. look really, really good. Um, I have heard that the PS4 Pro version looks amazing, with the exceptions of the cutscenes, because they haven't rendered those in the checkerboard system. So those, are, a bit... those are already jarring in the regular game. Because they slight, you get a little bit of uncanny valley, I think, from them. Yeah. Um, but not, it's not that bad. And no, no, no. Yeah, it's, it, it is what it is. But uh, apparently, that's quite jarring with the PS4 Pro version because they haven't um, used the checkboard system for for the cutscenes. But it still is a phenomenal looking game. <laughs> is, is it just me, or do we really, really, really need to stop with these stupid fucking? It, Explanations of visual fidelity at this point. But that's what they call it. I, but it's stupid. It's so it's have, stupid. It's a patented system that they have created, and they've got to give it a name. I'm sure that's the reason. Fuck off. I'm not saying it's not stupid. Um, you can call it upscaling because that's what everyone else calls it, but it technically isn't, I guess. So that's why they've picked it. But we're gonna have we're gonna hear this word a lot over the next couple of weeks. Um, oh, I'm so sick so of it. get used to it. I'm so sick of downscaling, upscaling, super sampling, checkerboarding. You know what? Fuck off. <laughs> they have to have words so people know what they're talking about. Nobody, nobody mentioned the letters HDR until the last six months, and now that's all I've heard. You love your HDR. No, I don't. I don't have a t- Who is rubbing the microphone? That's what I want to know. John, lights up when, when that happens. Probably me. It's on my bed, I'm sure. Stop stop rubbing it. I mean, I know you like your microphone, but... Yeah, I do like rubbing it. I know, I know. Um, uh, anything else? That's it. Um, oh. Not really. Um, just, again, a bit of Modern Warfare multiplayer, which, as I said, is Modern Warfare multiplayer. It's good. Um, it is really weird going back, playing between the two. So if you uh, play a bit of Infinite Warfare multiplayer, it is in a stark contrast. To, to modern warfare and considering that game was a is a footnote in the history of uh first person shooters as a you know as a landmark it's um not a footnote uh, a landmark it's you can see how the game has evolved but there is something to be said for 
have not having to mess about with various bits and pieces and having everyone having the same perks and and that sort of stuff. So, you know, it's cool. All right. So, Jay, do you want to talk about some games? Sure, why not? I, I've been playing some games the last two weeks. But I'll, I'll stick with the the big ones for sure. God damn it. Hold on one second. I'm not playing Overwatch, I swear. But uh, <laughs> that's, Yeah, this is my phone. I'll have to return that call. But uh, yeah, why don't, why don't we just uh, pick up what we were just talking about with Titanfall 2. Yeah. I uh, played it, I reviewed it, I put a lot of hours into it for the sake of the review. Played a lot of the multiplayer, but the single player. Uh, I liked it. I think it was actually very good. It's much better than the first one, obviously. Um, from basically every standpoint, it looks better, it plays better. The parkour element, along with your perks, like the, the hookshot, which I think, as far as an iteration of a hookshot goes in a multiplayer game, they've done it right in this game. Because it's not, like, almighty. Like, you have to actually... It doesn't just pull you towards that location all the time. It actually has, like, a physics element to it. It kind of feels like a like you're just, like, putting on, like, a Spider-Man web. And you can tend to pull yourself up. But if you're doing it during a descent, it'll actually act because your weight of the gravity is going, going to pull you down, but you're still going to propel forward. So you kind of have this, like, chain effect where you use it like a rope. And you can get some really interesting effects with that. The Did single you, player did you campaign... stick with the, with the grappling hook? I switched to Stim. Stim seems uh, a lot better. I, I, did, I, did basically the, I did basically all of them. But I ended up going with the grappling hook because I played a lot of the hardpoint. Oh, okay. And mobility makes all the difference on the uh, amped hardpoint. And also being able to rodeo Titans a lot easier. Yeah, um, rodeo so. rodeo is much easier with grappling hook. But I play mostly attrition, so I, mm. I kind of I kind of gravitated towards the stem. Yeah, that would definitely make sense for uh, attrition. But uh, for when you're up against Titans and stuff like that, you have to really kind of reevaluate your loadout. The uh, the single player campaign that we were talking about before, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I think it was pretty well executed. It has some really neat moments when they throw different types of gameplay at you. There's like one thing where you like phase between different timelines, like the, from the past and the future kind of thing. And the hey, kind of go spoilers! Back I'm playing it right now. Oh, okay, my bad. Um, but that's just I don't I don't tell you the context and where that's used. Just a gameplay element. But uh, they do other things like that where they add new gameplay uh, components for a little bit, and then they just kind of take it away, and then you go back to normal. Um, the it campaign feels, isn't that long. It feels like a six-hour tutorial of what you're going to be experiencing in multiplayer. Uh, I think that's underselling it, because they, they did try to sell the story a lot with the characters, and especially uh, BT, especially I, I liked him as a character. Yeah. I think the issues with that campaign stems from... Um, the main character being just really bland, <laughs> Jack just like Cooper. a forgettable. Yeah, that's come on, man. How generic is that? He might have been, might as well have been Space Marine number thirty-two or something like that. <laughs> and then he's just a rifleman guy, and then you just pick dialogue choices here and there. It's like you press up on the D-pad or down on the D-pad, and it says one thing or the other. And it doesn't do enough to make you feel like you're in control of his personality because it doesn't come up enough. So it's not like you know, like a Mass Effect character where Shepard is your own is your own character. So I think they kind of faulted on that, and you don't really understand the stakes. Like you're chasing after a weapon, I get it, but 
they don't really give you an idea of what the weapon can really do and what you're really fighting for. So I think in those aspects, the single player is a bit lacking. But it's still it's still very good. It's it's paced well. I had a good time playing it. The multiplayer is really flushed out. There's tons of different modes that gives you a different type of experience depending on what you want to do. If you want to just fight against Titans, just do Last Titan Standing. And that's just like a brawl of a bunch of different Titans. And that, that that's intense in its own way. And that game just looks and feels great. Like, just the movement of it, the shooting, everything just feels right. You can really tell that this is the guys that you know, made the original Modern Warfare game. Uh, they know what they're doing. And uh, this game is going to be that middle child that people are going to forget because, you know, Battlefield 1 came out, and then, you know, now Advanced Warfare came out, and people are going to be like, what the fuck is Titanfall? And they're just going to kind of avoid this game entirely. And I think they'll be making a mistake because... I personally enjoyed the multiplayer of Titanfall 2 a lot more than, say, like Battlefield or Call of Duty, because I think it it's a different take on a on a familiar aspect of a, of the multiplayer. Because when you take into consideration the Titans and what you have to do to kind of uh, sneak by them, and they're gonna be like a like an overwhelming force at all times, and you kind of have to understand that fact and kind of work against it and for it, and there's like these dynamics and also, I really like the amped hardpoint um, did you play that mode at all, Ken? No, I stuck mostly with attrition uh, so that in that mode, you know you guys know what hardpoint is from the Call of Duty games, right? You just take a point and then yeah. it generates points for you yeah. but in this one, if you actually hold a point long enough, and if you actually stay within the point, you can amp it up which gives it double points so you can stay, keep one point, and it starts generating double the points. But at the same time, if they have two more points, they got a multiplayer on uh, multiplayer on that. So you have to really start juggling. Do I stay here, defend, try to amp this hard point up? Do I go to the next point, try to take it back? Do I, you know, you kind of have to really make decisions on the fly. And that was a dynamic that I really enjoyed. It's like one little twist that they added, but it adds so much strategy the gameplay and uh, i really like that i played a ton of that mode and had a blast with it so yeah titanfall 2 is really good game but i think a lot of people are going to skip it because of the timing and i think ea made a terrible mistake releasing battlefield 1 and titanfall 2 when they did they should have yeah. they should have waited until like odd. january for titanfall well, 2 the, i think the first game came out like march time probably march it would have been ideal i think this time yeah. around to do the same yeah. it's it's a weird decision and from the news reports coming out it's a decision that has it's cost them <laughs> it's not so, doing yeah. too well um but that, that's a great shame because again a lot of good um vibes are coming from this game you know a lot of people are enjoying it both as you have the single player and multiplayer aspects um i just don't understand the thinking behind it i, I think they came out and said it was locked in place but it so was battlefield and ea puts those releases in obviously um uh, respawn have to get the game ready and it'll be ready after a certain date but surely ea could have looked at that and thought well we know call of duty is going to be out in the first week of november we know we're we're doing battle uh field one end of october why not wait and push it to february when you know there aren't any first person shooters to go up against it seems like such an odd financial decision i don't understand it they they actually released uh, a statement on this very fact and i believe it, it the gist of that statement was that they battlefield one and titanfall two are very very different games that cater towards different crowds 
They so that's what they're, they're sir. See, that's, yeah, that's that's what they're thinking. But we both agree bollocks. that they're not, right? No, that's. I mean, it's not. You don't have. You're not just talking about Battlefield One. You're also talking about Call of Duty because it's sandwiched in the middle. And there's no way that 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 hasn't affected sales of Titanfall. The fact that Call of Duty was a mere, you know, seven days later. There's an just just a dumb answer to say that they're different games appealing to different crowds. If you're a first-person shooter fan, you are going to pick up Battlefield or you're going to pick up Call of Duty because most people pick up one or the other. Timefall being sat in the middle does it, it's no, no favours at all. No, it's a $60 game in between two other $60 games that somebody's going to buy. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Your first-person shooter fan is going to buy one of those two. They're not going to buy Titanfall because they've just spent $60 on... And, you know, you're talking about other games coming out as well that they may enjoy. You've got, you know, your Skyrim remaster, you've got your... Um, uh, Dishonored, Dishonored 2 coming and, out. And, Dishonored yeah, you've got, Friday, yeah. You've got other games in that window that they could potentially be looking at spending money on as well. So what are they going to do? Are they going to say, well, I'm going to spend my money on Titanfall 2 and Call of Duty or Battlefield? Or am I going to buy one of the shooters that I enjoy and get every year and then save my money for one of the other games like Final Fantasy, like, you know, Dishonored 2, that are just around the corner? It's it just... It's like EA have left this to die. And it's really unfortunate uh, because it's a, it's a vastly superior game to the original Titanfall, and yet it undersold the original Titanfall by a large margin. And it's all PS4 and Xbox. Yeah, yeah, double the platforms. And yeah. that's that's terrible because you should be rewarding developers for understanding their mistakes, making a better game, putting out a better bunch of content for your money, and mm. yet we're, we're seeing that people are kind of ignoring this game entirely because of the sandwich. And that's, it, it, that's just unfortunate. It's possible that it could have a little bit of a revival because no doubt with the, the poor sales, it will end up reducing in pricing offers probably in the next few weeks. Um, you might see a bit of resurgence once the, the fanfare of Call of Duty and, and Battlefield have, have died down a little, but I, I can't see it matching the original sales. If they're saying that it sold a quarter of what the original did, I I can't see them making their money back. Uh, they're yeah. making up those numbers. Well, amusing look. enough, um, they uh, this Titanfall two has the highest open critic score right now out of the three. The hmm. Call of Duty Infinite Warfare is sitting at eighty one, Battlefield one eighty six, and Titanfall two at eighty seven. So, critically speaking, this is the one that people like the best, and yet this is the one that's clearly going to sell the least. Um, it's okay for me because I'll, I'll I'll get it when it's cheaper because it'll well, drop in the sales. Also, let's let's talk about the the arrogant bullshit of them not putting it in the vault. Yeah, that was what what the hell? Like, if your game is superior to the first one, let people play it. Let people see how good it was. Do you think? Because um, EA came out and said that Respawn had said it wasn't going. They didn't want it in the vault. Do you think it's possible EA could have? actually made that decision because it would have tied in with Battlefield 1's launch because that would have come out at the same time as or the trial would have happened at the same time as Battlefield 1 would have come out do you think that would that was no because EA EA's wants to, I mean why would why would EA not want to sell both games that they're publishing 
How many hours yeah. do you get to play it when it's in the vault? Ten. Ten. That might be why. Yeah, but they—they nah, they, you could, you could single player campaign. That. They limited the single player campaign of Battlefield by only letting you play the first two uh, stories. Yeah, but you could play multiplayer for as long as you wanted. Yeah, for well for ten hours. Well, for, for ten hours. Yeah. yeah. But does that mean that that's not going to repair in the vault at all, like the first one did? <laughs> There's no way. After these dismal sales, they'll put it in the vault. Uh, just to sell mm. more EA Access subscriptions. Oh yeah, it'll be in the vault. It's, it's, it's such a shame, because I really, up to a point, I enjoyed the first game. Multiplayer-wise, I thought it was really well done. It, it I didn't think it had the legs, but by the sounds of things, they have fixed all of that. Yeah, they, and, they listened to the community. Like They took everything to heart, all the criticism, all the negativity that was thrown at them. Mm. And they're like, yeah, this is the game that Titanfall should have been. I can, yeah, I, I can... I can agree 100%. It feels so much better than... I like the first game, but this game feels a lot better. Yeah. But it yeah, won't just, matter. It, it won't is matter it if they don't sell enough to keep people playing. No, sure. 100%. That's true. It's, it's really uh, well, but is, What's going to happen is once it's, once, it's, once it's cheap, then you'll see the community go up, but it doesn't... I mean, it's too late at that point. Yeah. Mm. I mean, Call of Duty and Battlefield are too entrenched now. I mean, both of those games are doing really, really well. And, and justified yeah. by the sounds of it, which is it's, it, the, the the real irony of it is all all three of them, by the sounds of it, this year have hit the nail on the head and created fantastic experiences for everybody. It's just three shooters in three weeks is just too much. <laughs> and we forget we yeah. just came off the of gears. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's slightly not different, the same, but still. It's not it's, the same you, you can that's say that, but a lot of the same people play that game. There's a there's a it's, there's it's a large a, a, community of shooter bro players that played Gears and then they went to Battlefield or Call of Duty, one of the two. Yeah, yeah. The cross section uh, of that Venn diagram is is quite large. Yeah, well, you know, we can we can talk about this till the end of time, but nothing's going to change now, right? The game's already come out. Yep. We'll we'll just hope that uh, you know when it gets a nice discount, when it gets in the vault, the the player base will kind of increase, and they'll see that this game is actually really good and worth playing. So maybe it'll have a resurgence later down the line. But moving on to uh, the other game. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I played a lot, a lot of Dragon Ball Universe 2 also for review. And the interesting thing about this one is that I actually hadn't planned on reviewing this one because I reviewed the first game. And when you play a Dragon Ball game, you just kind of feel like you've had enough for maybe a decade or so. You kind of don't want to play another one for a while <laughs> is, is, is the way I felt. But it kind of landed on my lap. I had I didn't have much others to do, so I just took it. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I did because, man, Xenoverse 2 is actually a really good game. It's still broken and busted and hella cheap <laughs> online. Like, don't play that game online thinking that you're going to be, like, competitive and, you know, let the best player you're win. Not gonna they gonna be, have, you're not going to be a Super Saiyan? Is what you're saying? Uh, no, nah, no, you can be a super saiyan. They're just gonna have better super saiyan shit than you do. <laughs> uh, they, they're gonna have to theory craft that stuff. But from a single player a campaign uh, standpoint, you have the storyline where you make your own character from the very beginning. You're kind of like a time patroller. You go back in time and fix uh, errors in the timeline where people are trying to interfere and change the timeline. So you kind of go there and you see some all sorts of crazy shit. I can put out. I can just pull out like historical events in Dragon Ball history, but that I think that's going to be a bit too much for the listeners. <laughs> you, you gave me a Chappelle show vibe there. <laughs> yes, I'm. I'm, I'm not going. I'm not going to go that deep. But it's all interesting. If you're a fan of Dragon Ball, you're going to know these iconic moments and how they're being changed in some really dramatic and crazy ways. And it's fun to see how that unfolds. 
the creator character has been expanded so you can have like more different types of visualization it's uh you can actually customize your character's appearance separate from the stats they gain from the appearance you can learn from the instructors that are iconic characters like goku cell frieza and all the other people and you learn their like specialty moves which is always great and the thing about it is i hate Doing things like collecting items and equipment and stuff like that, unless it's very, very useful. But in this game, I wanted to collect every single super move that I could equip on my guy. It just feels really good. Like, you get a move, you go in training mode, and you see how you can combo it into your regular moves and hits. See how much damage it does and see... It's just really interesting to see your character doing these iconic moves that you've seen on the show and the manga and stuff like that. So that's fun. And the overworld overworld has become uh, this one giant area instead of being separated into a bunch of loading screens, which was terrible. So you just kind of fly around everywhere really quickly. It just feels good. Um, and then they fixed a lot of the issues with the combat where... Uh, do you guys understand the terminology super armor? Yes. Yeah. Sure. Okay, so, so basically, you hit the enemy. The enemy doesn't flinch. The enemy hits you. Yeah, that's super armor, and it is one of the most frustrating pieces of shit that you can deal with in a video game. Because it's unfair, because they're playing against the rules of the game. If you get hit, you're supposed to get take that hit stun, but they don't because they're bosses or they got some special effect because they're AI, and that's bullshit. And Xenoverse One had tons of that, tons of enemies. They didn't want to make the AI good, you know. They didn't want to make him like react to your movements or anything like that. So they just made him take damage but not flinch, and then hit you back for it, which was terrible. They don't have that in Xenoverse 2 anymore. Uh, among that, and there's no more infinite combos. You learn one combo in Xenoverse 1, and that carries you for the rest of the game. Because once you start it, they can't get out of it. You just beat the game. And it's really dull and boring, but there are, there's none of that. So Xenoverse 2 just really all-encompassing like improvement over the first. It kind of feels like you know, kind of how we talked about Titanfall 2. Should have been what Titanfall One should have been. Xenoverse Two is what Xenoverse One should have been. This, you know, this is really solid game. If you're a fan of uh, Dragon Ball, definitely check it out. People are saying that it's like a, it feels like a patch. It feels like a small upgrade, but I, I beg to differ. Once you really delve into the mechanics of that game, so many things have been shifted. So many things have changed with added content. So definitely worth the price tag, in my opinion. Uh, the other game that I played or I tried to play. Do you call it playing when you press buttons and don't know what you're doing? Is that really playing a game? Sure. It is. Right? Well, I know, I know the game you're playing. It. Yeah. I'm playing Nobunaga's Ambition Sphere of Influence. <laughs> when I took this game, I was like, yeah, it's some game, I guess. You, you, did you, did, you, did you notice when the rest of us declined it, we didn't tell you why? Yeah, and I was like, you know what? I only have one thing left. So I, I can take this. So I, I took it, and I loaded up the game. And the first screen that I see after I start the game is a difficulty screen where I choose difficulty. And it looks like a fucking Excel sheet. Okay? There's, like, stats here. There's, like, honor. Like, oh, my God. There's the, the things that they throw at you immediately. There's these little tutorial things that try to te- teach you how the game works. <laughs> But completely failed because I currently have no idea what I'm doing. I feel like that dog in that meme picture when he's holding the mouse and he just has, has no idea what he's doing. And I, I've never been more out of my element playing a video game in my entire life than when I'm playing this game. And I, I frankly don't know if I can review it as it is. 
because I can't make any good progress. Because I keep getting stuck. I don't know what to do. I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm like, I'm starting to watch videos of other people playing it so I can actually get a hint. But it is just, it's just weird. I've never played a game like this. I play Civ 6. That's complicated. That's weird. I play that game fine. And I can play that game, no problem. But I, I load up this game. I start pressing buttons. I'm, okay, I have to take this. I gotta, I gotta do a tribute to them. Uh, I gotta go send my guys over there to make them unhappy with their government. But if they're unhappy with their government, they can start raising their own lands and have a re- revolution, which means the surrounding area could suffer. So if I take over that land, then I will have to start reestablishing the farmland. I'm like, what the fuck am I playing? Okay, I don't know. You playing? I'm gonna keep playing it. Ambition. Yeah, I'm gonna keep playing it, and I hope it'll click eventually. But as it is now, I have no idea how I'm gonna continue playing this game. Uh, and the last game that I played a lot of was uh, Blaze Blue Central Fiction, which is a series. Uh, you know, Blaze Blue has been around for like nine years now, and I've been playing these games since the very beginning from Calamity Trigger. So I love these games, and this is actually the conclusion of the story of the main protagonist. Ragnar, and um, a lot of people don't care about the story story mode for this game, but they put a lot of effort in that visual novel stuff to do uh, with the added animated cutscenes. It's not quite as grandiose as the Guilty Gear storyline, which is basically an anime movie. Um, and this one is it's a lot more reading, you know, it's a lot more uh, just visual novel stuff. But it's still pretty, it's pretty good. They added more characters. Uh, they added new mechanics. Um, your overdrive system has been kind of revamped. Now you have an overdrive specific super attack. You have this thing called active flow and a bunch of other things. <laughs> it's yeah, I know people don't understand anything I'm saying, but if you're playing Blaze Blue, if if you have been playing for a long time, this is a really good entry. I think this is a kind of they've been shaping this game up for nine years. They they make improvements every year. Sometimes they you know kind of make some mistakes. They get take they take a half step back, but they always kind of make strides forward to make a better game. And this is the best one yet. Does and I'm lady, having a pass. does booby lady still teach you things? Um, I don't I don't know actually. I'm Ms. not sure Lychee? if that's what that's Miss Lychee. There is a story mode, and it it'll last you like eleven twelve hours to play through. Oh my god. Yeah, because once you do the main main storyline, there's like side stories for other characters. But do you actually like play them? Um, they're I mean they're kind of interrupted and punctuated by actual fights you have to do. You can't just okay. set the controller down. Um, you actually have to play them. Um, I would actually prefer not to have some of those fighting scenes because they're just kind of really boring. Because you know you just kind of mash buttons until you win with a character that sometimes you don't know how to use. But Overall, the, the story is really well done, but the big thing that people are talking about this year for this game is that for the first time, this Blaze Blue game is not, uh, does not have an English dub. For, for the last, like, seven entries of the game, they've had an English dub for their characters, plus story mode and everything, but this one, they decided not to. And that just seems weird to me. How do you, how do you have English dub for seven games and then decide not to have it for your last game? Budget issues, what? maybe. Uh, you shouldn't have budget issues. I mean, it's not like this. This game really takes that much to, you know, translate and bring over. Because a lot of, if you think about it, in a fighting game, a lot of the voice lines that you have to record have to do with the in-game characters, you know, talking and stuff like that, and like you know the grunts and the very special moves. 
And they're all recorded, you know, except for the few new characters that have come in. So it doesn't really add that much to, you know, uh, introduce more. But I don't know. But there's a huge petition out there. I think it's almost got like 4,000 signatures trying to get English dub patched in or something like that. But I'm not sure it's going to happen. I was going to say, how how many times have you known an online petition to work? uh, Not often. Not often at all, unfortunately. But it's just it's just weird, man. I would have really have liked to see this series or the storyline go out the way it started with the proper English dub and everything. It does hurt the game's uh, overall, I think, content and quality. I'm, it's going to take like a couple, maybe like a point or something like that off in my review anyway. But it's still a very good game. If you like Blazeblue games, you're going to like this one. If if you never played a Blazeblue game, uh, this is not a bad one to start off in. It's just like Arxis knows how to do their tutorials. Like, you do a tutorial system in this game, it, it'll take you, like, an hour to do all the tutorial, and it'll teach you every aspect of the game that you need to know. And it actually delves into every single character. There's a tutorial for every single character that tells you their basic abilities and their basic strategy and how they can be approached as a character. So, it's just so in-depth. The, the, the amount of content in this game is just mind-boggling. Kind of reminds me of, um, was it Exerd Revelator? It's kind of like the same thing. Yeah, but in this one, there is, like, what, like, 15 more characters than there is in Revelator, so, you know, a lot more stuff to do. But, yeah, I love the Blazeblue games, and this one is uh, no doubt a good one as well. And I could I could keep going, but I'm going to stop here because I'm getting you know, <laughs> tired. So, yeah, let's move on. All right. Uh, Wombat, clearly you're playing Titanfall 2. I am playing Titanfall 2, yes. Um, I decided that I was going to red box it. Uh, since I knew that the single player cam- the single player campaign was really the only thing I was interested in, and uh, I knew that it was going to be uh, short. Yes, very. Short. So I figured I figured I'd go ahead and red box it. It looks like I'm about halfway through now. Um, and uh, I, I like it a lot. Um, and you know I'm not a um, I I have kind of fallen out of love with first person shooters over the last several years. They just don't really catch my attention very much, um, but I, I am interested in um, uh, playing all three single-player campaigns for the three games that came out recently. Which it's nice to see. Um, it's it's uh, I like um, that there, there seems to be a resurgence this year in really high-quality single-player campaigns, um, which is you know after uh, some of the stuff that we've seen the last couple of years is nice to see. Yep. Um, I love the first Titanfall. I enjoyed it a lot, um, but this one is much better. So um, I'm uh, looking forward to digging more into this, and then I'm sure at some point here in the next couple of weeks I'll rent um, uh, Battlefield and um, uh, Infinite Warfare and play through those too, since, again, I imagine there'll be five, six-hour campaigns. So we've talked about Titanfall 2 a lot. And nobody has mentioned the incredible gun that turns enemies into red mist. Yes, that yep. gun that is, is so awesome. satisfying. That, that plasma cool. thing, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that thing's incredible. Yeah. Oh. It is really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I tell you what, though, um, uh, the ticks can oh. go straight to hell. Yeah, that's the worst part of that game. Can go straight to hell. Yeah. But, um, no, but it, I enjoy it a lot. I would recommend it for sure. Um, at the very least, I'd recommend renting it and just playing through the single player because it's enjoyable. Um, unfortunately, I, uh, you know, it's, it's easy for me to say, oh, yeah, it's a blast. It's, you know, it's definitely great. You should definitely play it. I'm playing it for $3. <laughs> so, um, 
for three dollars, maybe six, because I might end up keeping it through the night. Um, it's worth it, but I uh, I probably wouldn't have paid sixty dollars. Yeah, no, if, you're, if you're not gonna if you're not gonna delve into the multiplayer, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, most of what I've played has been um, just random stuff. Jacob and I have played a lot of Goat Simulator. <laughs> uh, we like to play tag because there's a crown in uh, uh, one of the levels that when you headbutt another goat, it transfers the crown from one person to another. So we like to play tag and uh, see who can keep the crown the longest. So we've played a lot of that. Um, we played uh, Super Dungeon Bros. <sighs> Which is not very good. Ugh, that game is so disappointing. Yeah, it's not very I, good at all. Never, I saw some footage of that game and said, I don't really it's, see, the thing care is, is about like, that. Yeah, it sounded really cool. It was like, it's a dungeon crawler, pick up some loot. You know, it's real quirky, real comedy. And then we come to find out, so uh, me and K-Dub tried to play online. You can't play with two people. If you play online, online? It, online, you have to play with four people. It'll just Ugh. match make you. It will, and apparently they're working on a patch for that. But out of the gate, that is terrible because of those modifiers at the beginning of the stage. Yep. If you're playing with people, they just grief them. Yep. And it sucks. So like we were yep. playing a match where one hit and the enemies explode and everybody dies. Yep. Not fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's 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 okay for local co-op. For a local co-op game that you'd play for 25 minutes, it's okay. Yeah. Um, it, I'm glad it was free. Yes. That's what Yes. <laughs> if it was, That's if I'd have paid for that game, I'd have been pissed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but other than that, um, what else have I played? Anything? Nothing, really. That's pretty much it. All right. Well, I'll wrap it up. Um, thankfully, I think we've talked about all of the big games. So, you know... While Jay is not happy about reviewing Nabunaga's Ambition, <laughs> I will tell you about all the garbage I've had to play for the last two weeks to cover sure. to cover for review. Um, Infinite Air with Mark McMorris, okay? That sounds amazing. It's a snowboarding game, which apparently, if you if you were alive in the PlayStation days, those were big games. Yeah. You know, yeah. Cool, cool borders. You know, there was a lot of snowboarding games. Oh, even Amped. Yeah. Even the Amped games were amazing. Yeah, this game is SSX. not... This game is not amazing. It's, <laughs> it's not even good. It's, um... So basically the game throws you into this big open world. You can go around and do these missions. Um, the controls are fine, except for the fact that, like, the spinning in air doesn't isn't really as responsive as it should be. So half the time when I'm doing a trick combo, I end up just landing flat on my face. Um, the the levels themselves are really kind of boring and drab. Uh, if there's a one thing that I can say about this game that's really good is that it's got really intuitive um, course creator tools. But there's nobody out there to play your creations or create creations for you to play. Yeah, I've always found that to be a funny thing. Yeah. If they have like a mode, like a multiplayer, and then you find out that there's literally no one else playing the game, it's like, why does this even exist? Yeah, mm. and it's $50. Mm, it's nice. It's $50. Does it have a licensed soundtrack? No. Okay. No. Ugh. It's it's a bad game. Don't play that game. Um, Snow is coming out. I think it's free. 
So if you're looking for a snowboard fix, maybe play that. And people have been talking about Steep a lot, but I haven't played that yet. Um, Alright, on to more stellar titles. I played Monster Jam Crush It, which is a monster truck. Ken, did you did you did you crush it? I I would if I could, but this is a monster truck game where you can't crush cars. What? But but Ken Ken the the title clearly states crush it. So I mean I I is implied that you can you can clearly cr- crush things. You, I see. wish I could crush the disc, but it was a digital download. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, so this game has like three modes. There's a racing mode, which the game controls like complete ass. So it's, it's terrible to try to race another truck. Um, the other mode is called hill climb, where guess what you do? You climb a hill and you collect the letter C-R-U-S-H. Wow. And finally there's an arena mode where you just do tricks. And again, it controls terribly. So... Yeah, it's a bad game. Don't buy that game. I don't care how. How's, how's Gravedigger in it though? It, Gravedigger's in it. Um, it controls like ass. It's, <laughs> it's a bad game. Don't don't. It looks like garbage. Plays like garbage. Don't don't buy that game. Like ever. Um. Okay. This was a shock to me, but I played Big Buck Hunter Arcade. Oh yeah. <laughs> that game was pretty good. Wait, is uh. Did it come with like the gun or something? No, like that, no, or? no. That is the only downside. Is like there's um they clearly know that this that there's no peripheral, so they put uh, a lot of options in the options menu for aiming, like speed and and accuracy and things to kind of tweak, and you definitely need to tweak it because if you try to play it straight up, it, you're you're gonna miss a lot of shots. Um, I'd never played this in the arcade, but it's it's apparently extremely popular. In like bars. It's in like every every pub and bar I've ever been yeah, to has yeah. that game in it. Yeah. I've I've never played it because well uh, let's I'm not redneck enough to play it, so it's never appealed to me. But it's actually pretty fun. Um, Is it just a shooting gallery of deer? Yeah, well, yes, um, but there's also mini games and side missions, um, including a moonshine shot gallery. Hell yeah! Where you could shoot jugs of moonshine. Oh, and Drew. If for nothing else, you need to play this game just for the goddamn music. Oh, God. Fucking, really? Fucking speed banjo, man. It's so oh. good. <laughs> that sounds amazing. While you're shooting deer and buck. Yes. Nice. And uh, it's it's clearly, this game clearly knows who it's tailored to, because if you play, like, the main arcade mode, like, before every match, there's, like, a girl in short shorts and a halter top. Like, okay. Like, bouncing around telling you to shoot deer. Um, is it narrated by Jeff Foxworthy? It's narrated, but it's not Foxworthy, and he is very—he's very critical of your of your uh, abilities. God damn, boy, you suck! Yeah, so like, <laughs> if you, like if you miss all of the deer, because it's real fast. Like uh, the the level starts, and there's three deer, and you got to get them. Um, and there's also doe, so you can't <laughs> you shoot gotta them. Get them. You got to get them. And if you get miss all, if you miss all three of them, he's like, "Boy, you suck at shooting." <laughs> Uh, you're also using a shotgun, which is probably uh-huh. the best way to hunt deer. Yeah. Uh, and it's a single pump, so you got to reload after every shot. Oof. And headshots count. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, you want to mount that head up yeah. on the wall, <laughs> you blow its fucking head off. <laughs> What's easier to mount? Oh, uh, it's, um, it's actually a lot better than I expected it to be. I had a lot of fun with that game. Oh, God, that sounds pretty great. It actually. is pretty great. 
Uh, speaking of great, if you want uh, a great collection, you should go pick up the Atari Flashlight Classics Volumes 1 and 2. Um, Atari Flashlight Collection? Flashback. Oh, okay. So there's two volumes of this. They're 20 bucks pop, and each one has over 50 games. Holy shit. Uh, there's nine arcade games, I believe, on each collection, and then 40-some-odd uh, straight-up Atari carts. Okay, so give me some popular ones. So Centipede, Millipede, uh, Combat, Baseball, Basketball. Um, I'm just trying to think of all the stuff that I played. Does it have all those old-school sounds and everything? Yes. Um, <laughs> shit like that. One of the coolest things about this collection as well is, if you remember the Atari, it had that really crappy joystick. Uh-huh. So there are several ways to mimic that. So they do it straight up with the analog stick. So if you remember when you moved left and right, when you let go, it would recenter. Yep. It does that here with the analog stick. Now, if you want more direct control, you use the D-pad, so it will not recenter. Uh, and on the PlayStation 4 version, you can use the touchpad, which actually works a lot better than you would think it would. <laughs> so, but I mean, for 20 bucks, there's a lot of stuff here just to go back and kind of have that nostalgia feel. Like if you want to play some Sequest, you want to play some, some Millipede, um, it feels good. It feels really good to go back and play these games. They're not stuff you're going to sit and beat, but for 20 bucks, it's a fun, you know, step back in time. Um, what else did I... I checked out the Killing Floor beta this Two. weekend. Yeah. It's up for uh, PS4 beta this weekend, which the game is launching on the 18th, I believe. That game is pretty fun. This is a multiplayer-only kind of Quake arena shooter, isn't it? No, it is a Horde uh. mode game. Uh-huh. Kind of uh, serious okay. Sam, maybe? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of uh, over-the-top killing... Uh, it's a very violent game. Uh, character classes, upgrades, things like that. It's fun. Um, I'll probably... What was, the, what was the one, Hell in the Damnation? It was like... Oh, Painkiller. Painkiller. Yeah, yes. that's it. Made by... I played, it. I played the shit out of Painkiller for some reason. That's uh, one of the Nordic games. That's one of the games they were known for before they bought all that THQ shit. Yeah, I played a lot of Hell and Damnation. That's basically one of those games where you're constantly running backwards and shooting stuff. Yes, yes. Yeah. And uh, the weapons in those games are really fun to use. Yeah. Um, I played Gas Guzzler's Extreme, which is a lot better than you think it would be. If you enjoy, <laughs> um, like, combat racing, uh, we haven't had a lot of that, like, at all. And this game actually does it really well. The best thing about this game is you can you can choose your driver's uh, voice. And one of them is Arnold Schwarzenegger. it's somebody impersonating him but it's it's so like when he kills somebody or like when you do a pickup he'll be like this is mine now it belongs to me (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but the game has more than just racing so there's racing knockout racing uh, there's also like arena deathmatch modes there's also like a tower defense mode against zombies this game is pretty cool and it plays really well I was kind of shocked at how fun it actually is uh, I dicked around in Skyrim Remastered for a while. That's some Skyrim ass Skyrim. Uh, there's a lot. Can of... you can you immediately tell the difference between the visual fidelity of the whole games? If you played it on Xbox 360, yes. If you played it on PC, it's a little harder. Obviously. Okay. Uh, the mod section is really nicely done on Xbox One. So like you can uh, download the mods, and then while you're in the game, you can turn them on and off individually, which is actually really nice. 
Is this on PC? They did a version of it for PC. Yes. Is it, so it's not like a if you're already on Skyrim, you I, automatically no. I think get you. Content. I think you get it for free. I think if if you've got Game of the Year edition, you get it for free. If you've got standard, you don't. Ah shit. Well. Okay. Oh well. Well, there you go. Uh, and then the last thing I did was I finished off uh, episode three of Batman. I know Jay and I we were both playing this and we haven't talked about it in a couple weeks. Yeah, I actually finished episode two, and then I haven't uh, played three because all the review stuff. Okay. Um, I did finish three. Well, you, were, I think you tweeted about it like, like uh, briefly about like how you're not sure about it or something like that. Yeah. So three, if you've been playing it up to this point, it's it's a really interesting take on the lore, uh, especially with the characters that they're they've kind of got a different. They're not what you expect in a lot of cases. Um, and they unveil the villain, which you saw at the end of 2, you know, the Children of Arkham guy? Yeah. Um, they unveil who that is at the end of 3. All right. And I'm not really sure how I feel about it. That that series has entirely... It just, it just sends us mixed messages to me as far as what it's trying to be. Because it's trying to have like this authentic Batman experience, and yet you're the Batman, and they send you, give you the ability to say and do things that Batman obviously wouldn't do as a character. So when I look at the, I you know the thing that we both like, I think, is the interpretation of the villains and the characters, yes. right? Yes, because that's why we want to see, like, we want to see new interpretations of you know the the Riddler, the Joker, the Penguin, and all that stuff like that. But at the same time, they kind of still have to make sense canonically, like they have to make sense in the overworld that they set up. And sometimes it doesn't feel like it does because of the different things that you can do and say. How can they, you know, kind of make all the variables true if you have all these choices and what you can do? And I felt that conflict going through both of the episodes. So I'll play the third one to see what you're talking about. But I don't know. I, I feel I feel really mixed about that series as a whole so far. Yeah, it's it's there's definitely interesting pieces to it. And I try to play it as if I were it, I think it's because I'm so entrenched in the Batman lore that I play it kind of how he would really play it. Yeah. yeah, me too. So, that's what you. Yeah, that's you don't play. If I was Batman, I would play Batman. Yeah, but know? there's there's clearly choices like Jay said that are not Batman, and it's it's there's like things you could do like uh, that one one point the character asks Batman when he's wearing the suit, it's like why do you do this? And you can actually literally say I do it for the thrills. Yeah, Batman would never fucking <laughs> say that ever. And you know what? I I try to role play Batman as I think Batman is, and I say nothing like eighty percent of the time. Yeah, I literally say nothing, and that's how I'm playing it. And it makes the game kind of boring. It's weird. Yeah, when I got to the end of episode three, I was kind of like a lot of the choices. You know, how they do the wrap up. You know, forty percent did this, sixty percent. I was usually in the majority of all of them, uh, and most of them are about. 50-50, 60-40 splits. There is one decision at the end of episode 3 that was 97-3. <laughs> wow. And That's it's, a poorly made decision. Then. It's not a poorly made decision. It's a decision that no white-blooded man is going to say no to. Let's. Mm, I will just say that. Uh, I, think I, I, I think I get what you're saying. It was just right, kind of funny it. to see the percentages differentiate 
on that one particular choice. Is it the choice of do we kill this person or no? Uh, I'm not going to say anything else. <laughs> yeah, because, don't worry about hey, it. guess what? Batman doesn't kill people. Uh, don't worry about it, man. Don't worry, don't worry about, about you. it, too. If you play it at some point, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about at the end of episode three. But I'll, I'll play it whenever they're finished. But... It's, it's actually moving fairly well. Um, two episodes in October, so that was nice. I'm, I'm interested to see the penultimate episode and then clearly the finale because they they definitely dropped the wow, that's what they're doing bomb at the end of episode three. <laughs> Let's just say you will not guess who the villain is until they unveil it. Alfred. Because when I saw it, I was like, <laughs> huh, okay. We'll see how this pans out. <laughs> Nah, now I have to play episode three sooner than later. Yes. Is Robin in it at all? No, no. He's no. not even mentioned or referenced in it. It's mostly a story about Bruce and, and Harvey. like, And then the Penguin is a third side character. Those are the three main characters. Is Harvey already... He's, he's Harvey, things? and then they're, he's getting elected mayor, and they'll go through the some of that stuff. So Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, but that's I think that's about it. Uh, but let's talk about what's coming out this week. Uh, Cartoon Network Battle Crashers. All right. Uh, Eagle Flight, which is a VR game from Ubisoft. Go! Go! <laughs> okay. Go! That's uh, all you hear when you play that game. Uh, clearly. Uh, Marvel Pinball, the Epic Collection Volume 1. Not very epic if it's only the first volume. Just going to say. Mm. Uh, Robinson the Journey, that's another VR game from uh, Crytek. I heard some hype about this game, it's supposed to be interesting. I haven't seen any footage though. Uh, small Radios, Big Televisions. Okay. That's an adult, that's an adult Swim joint. Uh, Sword Art Online Hollow Realization. They made another one of these? Yep, it's coming out this week. Oh boy. Uh, Dishonored 2. Uh, yeah, can, you can get it on Thursday if you pre-order the the pre-order edition. Because that's the thing now. <laughs> if yeah. not, you get it Friday. So fuck you. <laughs> Why Friday? I don't, dude. There's been a lot of Friday releases. Like Infinite Warfare was a Friday. Um, Gears and Forza were Friday if you pre-ordered. Yeah, I think Friday is starting to become the new standard for game release dates. At least for big AAA games. Yeah. Uh, Root Letter. Whatever that is. I think that's a visual novel. There's hardly any of those lately. Xeno yeah. uh, Raid. I'm playing that. Yeah. Handball 17. Handball. Handball. So oh, can I, can I assume that there was also a Handball 16 and 15 and 14 and 13 and 12? Probably. Okay. I mean, why not? Uh, Harvest Moon Sky Tree Village. It's 3DS. Uh, Harvest Moon game? What, what platform is that? 3DS. Ooh, new Harvest Moon game. I didn't even know it was coming out. Yeah, I didn't neat. either. It's amazing, right? Yeah, I love those games. Um, and the PlayStation 4 Pro is out this week. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. And the NES Classic is out this week. Yep. Uh, Thursday for the Pro, Friday for the NES Classic. I don't think the PS4 Pro is going to have to really worry about uh, the Nintendo Classic 
well, taking because, away their sales. Well, that's only because you can't buy the NES Classic. I would stand right here and tell you that that thing would outsell the PS4 Pro if there was enough of them. Mm. I'd almost. Well, it is. It is. It is. It is sixty dollars. It is pretty cheap. So I don't know. It's maybe. also like, have you seen the want for this thing? It's kind of crazy. I I don't. It, it, I, I see it as a piece of decoration. It might not it. be for you, but there's a billion people out there that want this fucking thing. I billion mean, seems a bit reaching it. It's it's a lot. It's a lot of people. It's probably gonna out. It's probably gonna outsell the Wii U. Oh wow! Really? I'm joking. Let's jump into news and just talk about how the Wii U has stopped production. How about that? There you go. Look at that for a segue. That's right. Thank me later. So the Wii U (laughs) is no longer being made. Exciting. No, not really. It's kind of depressing, actually. (laughs) Yeah, I still have mine plugged in. It's kind of depressing. Yeah. Um, In case you missed it, uh, Company Blizzard kind of had a little event this weekend. Really? Yeah. It's, uh, they uh, they announced a couple things. Uh, mostly, the worst kept secret in Blizzard history: Sombra is coming to Overwatch. New character. Uh, they're also introducing a new arcade mode, um, which will replace Quick Play. Because guess what happens in Quick Play now? You can't pick two of the same hero. Really? Yep. Good. Wow, they're they're seriously doing that? Yep. Uh, the thing about it is that. They're going to have this other entire mode called Arcade, right? Where okay. They're going to have a bunch of different play modes. And in, in Arcade, you're going to have a mode that lets you choose all the characters. So people lose nothing. You don't don't take out your pitchforks. You can still play <laughs> characters where you can have multiple characters in the same game. But in regular-ass quick play, yeah, get get used to having only one character. I time. just I don't yeah. understand this. I'm, I'm glad, dude. I, I can't I, stand I, it. That, but that's, that's a positive thing. But that's why you play competitive. Right? Yeah, but competitive's not always there. Yeah, and that's sometimes, true. And sometimes when I play competitive, you don't understand how long competitive games are, dude. Like, a competitive game will could last you easily 20, 30 minutes because you have to go both sides. I don't know. I, I just, you, know you know what I'm talking about, though? Oh, like, of course. It, 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 so doesn't, like, it doesn't bother me either way. I just... So if you do watch Point Gibraltar and you... You see how far you can go on attack, then you switch sides and see how far they can make it. And so, it, like that, that can take a long ass time. No, it, it doesn't bother me either way. I never play duplicate heroes anyway. Well, I just can't stand it. Sometimes it's really annoying when you get like you know Six three maze. fucking yeah three fucking maze running around <laughs> freezing you everybody. And I was like, this is just not fun. This is stupid. It's fun when you whoop their ass because that's what we did the other night. We faced six okay. maze and beat them, and man, that felt good. Yeah, you just go six pharaohs, and what are they ever going to do to you? Yep, you just, you know, just just die. Uh, Blizzard also announced that Diablo One is coming back. But, yes. but, it's in Diablo 3. Yep. That's yes. quite clever. So, that should Have be Have they said this coming to consoles as well? I'm, yes. I'm assuming everything is coming to console, including Seasons. They announced that at their panel. Seasons are coming are you to sh- console. Yep. Seriously? Uh-huh. Yep. In January, I think. Holy shit. So, uh, also next year they will introduce their first character pack, paid DLC, including the Necromancer and, quote, other things. I will cool. be buying that. I wonder what the price is going to be. What do you What do you guys think the the price is going to be for the character pack? 
for what? Necromancer plus some content. I can't guess without knowing what the content is. Uh, yeah, I would hope mm-hmm. it would not be more than ten dollars. Yeah, with, with, with okay. Blizzard, I'm guessing twenty because I'm twenty bucks for a character. There, there's more than the character. That's it. That's the thing. Yeah, but shit, man. I don't That's know. a lot to ask for one character. Uh, yeah. at, the, at the same time, as much stuff they've given away is free. This is true. It's going to be harder to sell. Well, I mean, it's not going to be yeah. hard to sell the Necromancer because you know you th- you would be like the Call of Duty guys where you go in and lay down your sixty dollars and bitch the entire time. You'll 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 buy it. <laughs> You'll buy no, it. No, you don't no. care. This is the fucking necromancer. I'm buying. The See, fucking necromancer. if he's thirty dollars, I mean, yeah. Drew's going to buy it. He don't care. This is true. I will be pissed the entire time, but I'm playing the necromancer. <laughs> he's he's going to tweet about it, but he's going to buy it. Yeah, that was, that was my guy in Diablo Two. I, I wouldn't pay anything for anything more than ten dollars. Uh, if obviously the content patch isn't anything significant, you know, other than the the character itself, anyway. Yeah, uh, like I said, they'll charge what they think they can get, and you'll buy it regardless. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, a couple other things came out of that show. Um, they're working on an AI to play StarCraft Two. I don't know. They harvested the brains of some Korean players, and they're like, "Yes, we can make the perfect <laughs> StarCraft player." Sure, sure. Yes. Um, if you bought a PS4 this weekend, you got a free copy of Infinite Warfare. Uh, what deal? But Microsoft said, you know what? Fuck it. For the next week, if you buy an Xbox One S, you get any free game. <laughs> this is what competition looks like, ladies and gentlemen. That's it's a good thing. It is a very good thing. Uh, when I was in GameStop on Saturday picking up a couple things, uh, there were people buying systems left and right. Both of them. Both systems. So it works. So gravy. It's a good thing. Um. They're buying that before the pro. Yep, I saw. I saw in the half hour I was there talking to the manager. They sold three Xbox Ones and two PS4s. Just in a half hour. <laughs> I mean, if you wait a week, you can get a pro. <laughs> Most of the people who are buying systems for these free games don't care about the pro, Drew. They're That's like probably you. true. Um, this. This November is the 10th anniversary of the original Xbox. And several of the Xbox executives have been teasing that there is a big backwards compatibility push in November. Including a lot of fan favorite things. In fact, the quote was... the, the the, The quote is, top fan requests. So what are the top fan requests at the moment? Black Ops 2. Right. Black Ops 2. Right. Black Ops 2. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think they I got the... I think they got the rest of them, right? They got Red Dead, they got uh, Blue Dragon. Uh, oh, Blue Dragon was this week as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Lost Odyssey, there was a couple other... Black Ops 1 is already on there, so... I um, really want... You guys, speaking about it, I want Civ Rev. I really want Civ Rev to be back with compatible. Well, yeah, of course, great. yeah, of course, all the outlets went with this, and they were like, "Oh man, OG Xbox backwards compatible." You guys need to calm down. That's not happening. Yeah, no, it's not happening. If it happens, I'll have a fit, but it's not happening. Well, it's technically doable because it's emulating the 360, and 360 <laughs> could do some titles, <laughs> but yeah, I don't on. see the point at this at this stage. An emulator <laughs> of an emulator. Holy shit! But, that's kind of weird. Yes. 
emulate. We must go deeper. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you can, if you really want to play those games, you can pick up a cheap Xbox nowadays. You know, set go thrift store, or whatever. Um, yeah, I think you know, there's still a lot of titles that could really be on that they're list. Only, they're so, only at 278 titles. I say only. You know, but... Yeah, but how many, what, was there two, two and a half thousand games for 360 in its lifetime? I don't Maybe know. more? I don't know. I, well, no, because they, they've come out and said that it's like they've gotten 20 to 25% of the library backwards compatible now. That can't be right, because that's... No, if you, if you check it, it's not... Your number's way off. It's probably closer to like, I don't know, maybe 11, 1200. Really? Shit. Yeah. So, I mean, they're doing a good job as long as they keep doing it. That'll be great. Well, they're doing it. That's more than Sony are doing. That's more than anybody's doing, including Nintendo with the Switch, which won't even play Wii U <laughs> games. Uh-huh. Uh, if you have a PS4 this week, you might have noticed a lot of your games were updating. Um, that's because the Pro patches are rolling out, brother. Because um, you have to download them, even if you don't have a Pro. Yeah, I think uh, Uncharted, Last of Us, Ratchet and Clank... Um, a lot of games got patches this week. Oh, Infinite well, I was, as well. Yeah, I was wondering why there was a few of those up there. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's for the the pro launch because a lot of games. I think they. It, it was kind of funny because Sony put out a blog post this week saying, "Here are the launch games for the PlayStation 4 Pro." I'm like, no, 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 don't do that. Don't don't mm-hmm, call them mm-hmm. launch games. Call them patches because there's not one game launching. For the PS4 yeah. Pro. Yeah, there's not a single game that you can't play on the PS4 that you can play on the PS4 Pro. Yeah, I don't exactly. like that. I don't like that wording. Launch titles. Don't don't do that. Yeah, it's it's, it's a poor use of that word. You know, the funny thing is, uh, the new Nintendo 3DS did a similar thing where it plays every game the 3DS does, but that does have one game that you can play on the new 3DS that you can't play on the 3DS. Xenoblade Chronicles, yeah. yeah. It's like, that's <laughs> the one. one game. That's the one game that it's probably ever going to get. Well, it, but it has one. Also, Hyrule Warriors, you shouldn't play on the old 3DS. Yeah, you probably shouldn't. It's yeah. real bad on the old 3DS. Um, Bastion, not the guy from Overwatch, the game, is coming to Xbox One in December, and if you already own it on 360, it's free until January 7th. Nice touch. Yep, cool. Good. I like it when you do that. Um, PS4 got a remastered version of Destroy All Humans this week. What? Yeah, Why? Well, I, big Big Willie Unleashed? No. Just, Thank God not. Just destroy <laughs> the original PS2 Destroy All Humans got a remaster on PS4 this week. It's twenty bucks. That game has a cult following for some reason. It, the, the game, the first game was great. It was great, yeah. Well, that's the one they remastered. So there you go. You can go buy it. It just seems like a strange game to remaster. Well, that company that bought all of THQ's stuff is just dumping out stuff. So, yeah. so before I say this, let me uh, maybe maybe they did, and I'm just not aware of it. Have they have they remastered War of the Monsters yet? No. Why wouldn't you remaster that? Well, that's, before that's you remaster. Sony. Well, no, no, no. I know, I, and I know they're not the ones making the decision. But I'm just thinking of PS2 games that haven't been remastered yet. Oh, uh, War of the Monsters is available on PS4. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not. It's remastered. not. It's not remastered. Well, this one's not. Let's 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 they, stop I bullshit mean, they about. Ups, they the, upscaled the stuff because yeah. I, I did the remaster of, uh, or not remaster, but the the PS4 version of Rogue Galaxy, and they cleaned that game up a lot. Yeah, yeah, I'd like trophies. They clean it up, but make it look better. Yeah, it looked. I mean, Rogue Galaxy is a special case, but I mean that that game still looks 
pretty fucking great. I've played a lot of those PS2 games, and they do a good job. Um, like Twisted Metal Black and War of the Monsters, and I mean, they look good. I mean, they look like PS2 games at a higher resolution. Yeah. Which is what you kind of expect. But I, I haven't played this Destroy All Humans thing yet, but remaster might not be the right word. For them, yeah. You know? I don't know. Uh, Hitman's done. Well, season one is done. They've officially named it season one. Oh uh, man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go back and play this. I only played the first three. I, I fell off. How many were there all together? Six. 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 Yeah. Those, the the first three that I did play were awesome. So I'm expecting nothing less from the last three. I've heard that the fifth one kind of outshines the sixth one. <laughs> okay. So I haven't, I haven't touched it since two or three, I think. Uh, and the last piece of news I think I have is uh, Street Fighter V uh, in the last five months has only sold 100,000 copies. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Bye-bye. That game is... Man. That, Will that we ever get a Street Fighter Six? That game, just, like, it'll be uh, Microsoft Xbox Scorpio exclusive. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody's going to have to pay for it. Capcom ain't going to be able to afford it. Yeah. <laughs> and Sony yeah, sure as shit ain't paying for it again. <laughs> play Guilty Gear. Play Blaze Blue. Uh, I'll just play Injustice 2 when it comes out yeah, in the spring. That's fine. Don't uh, bother with Street Fighter Five. Couple that's more bad. My only, my only fighting game yeah. that I've ever been good at. I'll teach you how to play Blaze Blue, Drew. It'll be fun. I kind of I want to record. That. I want to sit in the lobby and watch you guys do that and record it. I bet that would. Be it, it would just be me standing there while he hits me. <laughs> isn't that Isn't that how our Street Fighter Five matches went? Anyway? Oh snap! Oh whatever! Oh, oh, oh hey yo, hey yo! <laughs> all right, all right. We need to get we need to get a, a Friday night fight between Drew and Jay and Street. Does there a spectator mode in Street Fighter Five? Because I'll hop in there and record that shit. Yeah, they added it. Okay. All right, yes, we need to do this. I want. I want. Uh, I'll be this. going. <laughs> Every five seconds, and Drew. That's how it's gonna go. I'm telling you, dude. Oh, you want to? You want to? You want a a match that will actually be decent? Load up Ultra Street Fighter Four. Yeah, sure. I jump on. I jump on El Fuerte, and if you beat me there, I concede. This video. This video would be great just for Drew's reactions, whether he wins or loses, because Drew gets real passionate about fighting games, and it's, it's yeah, it's great. It's it's oh my god! I get I get real passionate about Street Fighter. I don't I don't, I don't know passionate. when you when you beat me in Mortal Kombat Nine, you about made me deaf. I was drunk. I know, but you about made me deaf. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a couple quick hits before we move on. Uh, Mafia shipped 4.5 million copies, making it the fastest 2K title ever, fastest seller. Wow. Uh, and Mirror's Edge Catalyst is coming to the vault uh, on this week, I believe. So, there you go. I got one email. I've already read it. It's from Iorcara. Okay. It's going to end the way you expect it's going to end. Fantastic. I thought he was stopping that. No, right. it's, uh, it's, not, it's, not a, it's not one of those, but it's an Eorkara email, so let's read this. He says, hey, yo, it's Eorkara. Boys, I have a serious problem. My controllers are sticky as fuck. Oh, God. Uh, this, no, this, is the, this isn't the bad part. Uh, had the monthly video game night at my joint, as usual, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, WWE, SingStar, FIFA, and Trackmania Turbo. Lots of beer and pizza. 
However, man, as controllers were getting passed around, winner stays on type of night. Uh, we have a thing where the winning uh, person also wears our WCW world title belt. Okay. Awesome. Also, this sounds like a party I want to go to. Yeah, also has an NWO over it in spray paint. But anyway. Nice. Uh, all four controllers got really sticky. One of the fuckers had sticky hands. I swear it feels like wax or some type of hair gel on them. I've tried everything to get them clean, but no hope. What can I do? Any tips? Please, I need your help. I, I'm Find actually an expert in uh, dealing with this shit because I babysit uh, kids all the time. And they have sticky hands when they play my controllers. I give them the bad controllers to play with, of course. Yeah. But they get they get sticky all the same anyway. So, you know, I tell them to wash their hands, but sometimes it doesn't work. But what I do is that I actually get, like, a nice towel. I just kind of drench it in water. I kind of steam it. And then uh, you just kind of uh, kind of put it over the controller, right? So make sure there's no moisture on the actual thing. Make sure it's nice and hot. And then you just kind of leave it on the controller, like, wrapped around it. And then you just kind of rub it all over. Obviously, it's got to be disconnected and all that jazz. <laughs> and it'll actually get most of the stickiness over. The sooner you do it, the better, though, uh, obviously. So try to do that. The the steamed hot towel over the controller is, is my hot fix for that problem. Hot if fix. That, if that does not work, um, I can guarantee you this. And it, I don't know if they'll do damage to your controller. <laughs> That's not but, a good disclaimer. <laughs> but if you just use a very little amount of paint thinner. Oh, boy. That will take anything off. And you'll get high as fuck. While you're and you will get high as fuck. <laughs> Alright, uh, moving on. <clears throat> so I was on ZTGD and then on N4G. Uh, I see that they added a Switch link above, but no podcast. You need to speak to your people. What's going on, man? In fact, if you do a keyword search on the front page, the word podcast does not appear at all. Fix this. I I, I don't have control, but I will, I will talk to the peoples. Forward that to N4G. Uh, last one, and here we go. This is how it's going to end. Okay. I want to share a funny story for you all. When I was a teenager, I did really well with the ladies. Uh, Greek Easter was coming up. My mom said that we can't eat meat for 40 days. I said, really? It's not my thing. However, I had to do it. So I said, all right. So she said, you can't eat meat and some dairy products or something. Oh, and you can't have sex. So I was like, whatever, all good. Later in the afternoon... That afternoon, I said, I'm heading out to see this girl. Mum then said to me, pussy is meat. Don't eat pussy. <laughs> hmm. So, there there you go. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Twitter. Uh, Blue Apple Blue sent us a few tweets last week. I will, I will hit a couple of these. Um... And a lot of the tweets from last week were, uh, thanks, Drew Bama, for no show. Yep. Uh, I blame John, even though John probably wasn't there. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to dig through these. I'm sorry, I'm trying to dig through these Blue Apple Blue tweets, because most of them are like, okay, we're going to do this. Uh, now that Red Dead Redemption is coming to PC through PlayStation Now, do you think they will get it? Will it be through now in 2020? <laughs> what? <laughs> is is Red Dead Redemption coming to coming to PC by 2020? So was that what I, was I think that's the question. Like because you can technically play Red Dead Redemption on the PC now through PlayStation Now. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Is it? Is it, Are we going to get Red Dead Redemption on the PC? 
the whole point of Red Dead Redemption on the PC would be the mod community. I doubt that's ever going to happen. Not at this point. No. And you can't mod through PlayStation now. So, uh, Since the Nintendo Switch will not be backward compatible, do you think they will have something like now? How much will you pay? Uh, for for backwards compatible uh, uh, Wii U titles, all twelve of them. Streaming no. streaming service with Nintendo games on it. Let's say that. How much would you pay? Uh, it, it really depends on the list of games that they have. Do they have Wii games? Do they have GameCube games? Do they have only Wii U games? What do they have? Okay, right? so just, yeah. just for argument's sake, let's say they have the entire NES, Super NES, and N sixty four library. So basically, the Virtual Console is now. A subscription-based thing. Yeah. How much would you pay for that? A month. Oh, God. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. I would pay 10 bucks a month for that in a heartbeat. I just, 10 bucks a month. Wow. That's, that's just, $120 I, I never, for the year. Same as my but, Netflix subscription. I just – I like, but I would, would I ever touch that? I would. I totally would. <sighs> I totally would. <laughs> I totally would. <laughs> That's the thing about the uh, speaking of that whole concept is that that's what kind of gets me with the NES Classic or whatever that thing came out for sixty dollars. I was like, oh well, you get thirty games for sixty dollars. That's a good value. And I was like, well, if you think about it, you can get the entire NES collection, and that's like less than like what, like two hundred megs. You can get every single NES, SNES. N64 game, and that'll be less than 5 gigs okay, altogether. Okay, so not everybody's a criminal, Jay. Okay. Uh-huh. I'll just say. No, I'm not, I'm, not talking about, <laughs> I'm not talking about the idea of, like, whatever, like, the ROMs and stuff like that. I'm talking specifically about the, the possibility of a device that could literally play every single N64, SNES, and N- uh, was it the Nintendo game ever made. And that's very plausible. Whatever they still have the licensing to, they can literally put in one device. It could probably be that one with the uh, the CPU that it has, and just emulate all of those games straight up. And it would not have cost them that much to actually pull off. And so when people say like this, thirty games is like a good value. I was like, is it though? Is it really? I don't know. I, th- I it think seemed- it is. I mean, for for what it is, I think sixty dollars is perfectly acceptable for that thing. Dang. I mean, it's not for everybody. I'm not going to say that everybody should buy it. But if it's something that you're interested in, I think sixty dollars is more than fair for that thing. It's just I feel like they could have done so much more, so much better. Of course they could have. Nintendo's been able to do more than they do for fucking twenty years. Mm-hmm. The difference is they're not going to do it. <laughs> they're never going to do it. And you well, know they're why? never going to do it if people buy into the lesser products. Everything. It doesn't time. matter what Nintendo puts out; people are going to buy it. Then that's the problem with the consumers is buying into shit that's not that good. Exactly. Over and over and over again. Exactly. Not being a part of the problem, Ken, is what I'm saying. I didn't pay not for it. Stuff. I got it for free. Oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, Nintendo sent me one. I didn't pay for it. I would have totally paid for that thing. I don't know. Yeah, you would have. I'm not going to lie. He also, part of that question, he says, if Microsoft had an Xbox now, well, how much would you pay for that? And nothing. There's there's not an Xbox game I need access to that I would pay for instead of just buying the disc. (laughs) Sorry, Xbox doesn't hold the same clout as far as back library that I really care about. Yeah, true story. I I can't think of, like, two games. Because I can think of one game that I will play on the Xbox library that's what's exclusive to that. 
that's no longer available. I can't think of two games though. Atogi? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't even like that game that much. <gasps> I like Breakdown. I didn't either. I loved Atogi and Atogi Two. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad somebody agrees with me on Atogi. There's two of you that are wrong. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've got that on 360 though. Which one? Ninja Gaiden Black. That's true. Mm. Yeah, the the digital version. Yeah. yeah the uh, speaking of games that were on the original Xbox that have been ported, um, uh, Jade Empire is now available on iOS. Yeah, and Voodoo Vince is getting a remaster in January. Fuck yeah! I still have no idea what Voodoo Vince is. You will Even know. You, you made reference to it so many times. I, don't, I have no idea. It's so good. It's so yeah. good. It's probably terrible when you replay it now. Oh, that's Blinks the Cat. That game's not Yeah. Good. But you know the what? Time I'd, Sweeper. I'd, He's I'd, a Time Sweeper. I'd play that game again. As bad as it was. Uh, Chandler says, Happy Halloween to N4G. Thank you. That's uh, uh, You know, I, I had some plans for the Halloween show. I was gonna do spooky voices, maybe tell a scary story about gaming, but that's that's done now. That's never happening. Maybe next year. Okay. Uh, have a good one. And for the peeps with kids, do the younglings justice as nerdy cave parents? You damn right. Yeah, my kid got loaded with candy, man. This this neighborhood that I live in, it is a fucking treasure trove. Yeah. What What did your son go as? He was Spider Man this year. Spider Man. Spider Man. Next year, I think uh, I think he's probably going to end up being a little more spooky. Oh yeah. He was he was wanting he was kind of wanting to be a vampire or a zombie, and I'm kind of like, you had nightmares about a TV show the other day, so I'm not going to do that this year. <laughs> Maybe next year you'll be all right. What did you guys ever dress up as for Halloween? Dude, a lot of random hodgepodge stuff. Yeah, yeah. The, the plastic mask with the rubber band on it. Those yeah, terrible. I think, I think the, Ken dressed up as Hall- uh, what's it? Harley from Suicide Squad, right? That's what you want to ask That this was year? this year. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. I like that. That was a good picture. I think the best costume I did when I was a kid was I went as as uh, Arnold from Terminator 2 one year. I had the, oh, really? I had the mask and everything and the leather jacket. It was pretty good. Oh, I went I went as Reptile one year from that's Mortal Kombat. Nice. I saw good. a bunch of um, very Mortal Kombat-like ninjas out this year. Yeah. Like, like Nether Realm should have sued quality. Well, they appreciate ninjas if you saw them. Yeah, they're, they're... <laughs> yeah it's true. It's true. It's, it's I a saw, good point. I saw a lot of Kylo Rens. A lot of Kylo Rens. Yeah, a lot of Kylo Rens this year. I saw what is, and, and maybe I'm just not a good parent, but what is the what is the little blue character with the raccoon on his chest and the raccoon mask? Who is that? Mm-hmm. I saw like character. two or three of these costumes while I was out. You sure you're not talking about Catboy from uh, PJ Masks? Is that what it is? Probably. Okay. He's I, blue and... He's got like a yeah. blue mask and, a, and the, the, the mask yeah. is the same as what's on his chest? Yeah, it's Catboy probably from mm, PJ Masks. Never heard of it. Never heard of that either. Yeah. yeah, it's a new cartoon. Okay. I had I had three trick-or-treaters the entire night. One of them was a princess. One of them was a doctor. I don't want to and be a... The, please and, then, a, and then one was a Wonder Woman. Huh, I didn't see any Wonder Woman. I actually saw two or three girls dressed as Kylo Ren, which I thought was pretty cool. Did like, you guys see any Overwatch characters? Nope. <laughs> I'll t- I'll I, tell saw, you what, I saw a Tracer. I, great. I will tell you, the parents in my community, you want to know what the most popular costume was, and I thought it was kind of a little out of bad taste. 
was Negan from The Walking Dead. Walking Dead. <laughs> really? And I'm like, you realize that most of the people walking around right now are like six to ten year old kids, right? And you're walking around with bloody baseball bat with barbed wire. Okay, never mind. <laughs> that could have been worse. They could have went as Harambe. Oh Jesus! Yeah. I did not see a, one of those. Especially in our area, because this is this mm. is uh, ground zero Arambe for country. Arambe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just Harambe ground zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Um, Chandler says, "What am I supposed to do at work now?" Uh, yeah, killing me, massive sad face. These were all the responses to no show last week. Um, yeah, a picture of. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris screaming no from the balcony. Man, we got a lot of... We got a lot of... <laughs> Nivek says, good luck voting. There's that. Mm, good luck, guys. Yeah. Have Thanks. fun with that. Yeah. Great. Fantastic. <laughs> That's uh, tomorrow, isn't it? To- nope. Well, well tomorrow as you listen to the show. Yes. Tuesday. Oh, it's Tuesday. Is that Tuesday, right? yeah. yeah. My kid actually doesn't have school. Because it's voting yep, day. Mine either. Uh, H Dogger says, "I know you're Overwatch fans. Me too. And I found a great set of ergonomic mouse pads for you all. Not safe for work. I'm afraid to click this link. Oh my god. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Those are great. <laughs> yeah, that's Diva's butt. Where's that? Her oh, butt? it's not. It's not the Hanzo one. No, it's not a Hanzo one. That's a... oh, you you seen the Hanzo one, right? No, that's Diva's butt and Diva's boobs. Okay. Oh, oh my God. Diva's boobs don't, aren't even that large. Well, they are when the these people draw them. They so they have a Hanzo and they have a Genji one, just like that. No, thank you. Well, with boobs? No, not the boobs, John. It's it's, it's Hanzo with his chest and it's Genji with his butt. It's great. Oh Jesus. <laughs> The fuck are we? You guys haven't what? seen these? These are fantastic. The, the no. fucking world do we live in? Uh, uh, you want to know what world we live in? Joe, I was telling Drew this before the show. Guess who followed me on Twitter? <laughs> Chocolate Ray. <laughs> no, he did not. Yes, he did. I'm looking at it right here. Chocolate Rainmaker, singer, actor, voice, OG YouTube, Tay Zonde has followed you. That's random. I know, right? I was like, that's is he a fan of our podcast? I don't know, but if he is, chocolate ring. If he is, write us a letter. <laughs> a letter. No, no, I a don't letter. want a letter. I want you to I'll make send me... it by mail. I want because you to sing the N4G podcast song. That's my what I want. son loves your version of uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh Jesus! I bet he does a really good version of that. <laughs> He does. It's yeah, very it, good. It, it's got a great voice, I think. Oh, it does. It's a fantastic it's voice. A... It just, it just, he's been, he's been typecast as Chocolate Rain. Yeah. So, uh, Rubber Band Man <laughs> says October releases were awesome. Uh, Battlefield One, Titanfall Two, Mafia Three, Gears of War Four, Elder Scrolls Five, Special Edition, Civ Six, and a demo of RE Seven. That butt needs to go away. No. Look at it. Look at it. No. No. But yes, he's uh, correct. October was a hell of a month for games. Also, I, I'm dubbing 2016 the year of the shooter. Not only have we had these three, you know, resurgent single-player campaigns, we also had Gears, and don't forget, fucking Doom. Mm. That's the thing that came out. Yeah, it's been... Whew, great year for shooters. Um... 
He also said, although I know it was probably John's fault, can we get a goddamn show this week? My commute was ass <laughs> last week. How is everything my fault? Because Drew's fault. Because he, he, you could have done the show with him. Were you here, John? No, but I was in Japan. That's a fucking legitimate reason. <laughs> Just so you didn't have an internet connection over there. John, I did, but saying? it would have. Uh, no, but, I did. Yeah, that's what I. Have that's it. what I thought. I was <laughs> like, excuse, John. <laughs> but it was twelve. It's midnight. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's what I thought. Uh, Anthony says, if everyone cancels, you'll simply have to pull in the fans. I can't go another week without my N4G. So oh. Think about all these people you're disappointing next time. Well, he doesn't have to, does he? Because no. there's a show. Unless, of course, it doesn't record for some reason. Uh, Mookie says, Titanfall 2, better than 1, more competitive as well, as the single-player campaign is very good. Yes. Also, Anthony says, if there's no show this week... Think of the children and Mookie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Think of the children. Think of the children. I thought of the children. Because I believe the children are our future. <laughs> children are our future. <laughs> Let me lead the way. <laughs> I think Gosh. of Eddie Murphy singing that every time. <laughs> oh my god, I missed that movie. It's on Netflix, isn't it? Coming to America? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Uh, Mookie says, should I get a Nintendo Switch before my wedding so that I won't get bored from my travels? I'm glad you said for your travels. (laughs) Well, it depends on how long your flight's going to be, doesn't it, really? Uh, Anything more than three hours, that battery ain't going to last, is it? Man, planes got plugs on them now. That is true, yeah, I was quite surprised. Um, Especially the long overnight. Or, uh, yeah, the long flight. Yeah, the over, the long haul ones. Yeah, that was we. Uh, the, the, they were fancy planes. That was a fancy plane we were in. Um, Sam in Seattle says on the PS4 Pro train. I like new tech and can afford, but I'm trying to hold out for a special trade-in deal. Think it'll happen. Uh, honestly, what I'm trying to hold out for too. Honestly, I don't think you're going to get better than 150 bucks for your PS4, and if you wait till after the system comes out, it's probably going to go down. Uh, 150 is that what they're offering now? Yeah. Mm. And how much is the PS4 Pro? 399. I I truthfully think that after the Pro comes out, there's going to the GameStop's going to be so overrun with used PS4s. The mm. trade-in value in that is going to go way down. Like 150 yeah. is is about the best you're going to get. It dropped to 125 when the slim came out, and I think they've bumped it back up to 150 right now until the pro hits. So I don't think you're going to get a better price than 150 on it right now. And you can just go for. That. You don't have to like you know. GameStop is not the only place where you can sell stuff. You can. And they go the extra mile, sell it on eBay or sell it on any other website. That there's like a bunch of different apps and stuff like that you can actually use nowadays. That kind of works like a Craigslist that you're probably not going to get raped in. So maybe use one of those apps like Let It Go and some other stuff. They've been really successful. Let it go. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, you just take a picture of it, tell them what condition it is in, what you want for it, and people around your area just start you know just checking it out and stuff like that. So go for that, man. Like I, I really don't like giving GameStop, like, all this money and just free stuff. It just doesn't feel right to me. I don't know. That's me. I'm too lazy to do that. Yeah, go dig in your garage and find some retro games, because GameStop gives 
ridiculous trading values for those. That's how I got my pro. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking Clay Fighter Sculptor's Cup was worth $40 in trade. Yeah, it's crazy. And also, if you think about the time, Black Friday is right around the corner. You yes, know, they're going to have those, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's November, right? So they're going to have those deals like bundles and stuff like that for the new systems, including the uh, PlayStation 4 Pro, I imagine. So wait for that. I would definitely recommend people at least wait for Black Friday, Cyber Monday deals. See what you can get, and if there is nothing good, then then think about buying it afterwards. That's that's what I say. Um, Chandler says 1v1 me and a club penguin I don't know what that means club penguin wasn't there like a, a wasn't there something trending the on Disney Twitter the Disney club day? penguin what was trending on Twitter the other day about penguins don't know there was some big like thing going on with penguins the other day and I don't know what it was penguins I saw a, I saw a video of, of a penguin that that I saw was pretty interesting uh, maybe it was about that video. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't see. I just saw people talking about penguins. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Penguins. Penguins. <laughs> um, Mookie replied. I had to actually, I had to actually stop calling them penguins uh, when Jacob was little because I didn't want him to think that that's what they were actually called. Yeah, impressionable children. You yes, will, you will ruin things. Yes. Uh, Mookie replied saying Think of all the missed children wasted in the air Just because there's no show So we had to watch cheap porn Wow That's gross <laughs> That's what happens if you don't watch our show uh, That's Terrifying Wow Okay uh, Sam in Seattle says Can we get a new sexy hot F-Zero For the Nintendo Switch uh, also, think the Pro Controller can be used on just the portable part. I would love a new F-Zero, but I don't control that, unfortunately. Uh, I think they're kind of due for one, right? They've, they, been, they've, been, they've been making been F-Zero games here and there. They've been due for one for a while, but if you want a really fucking awesome substitute, there's a game on the Wii U, uh, Super Fast Racing Neo. The game is incredible. Nobody talks about that. Out for the X- isn't that coming out for the Xbox or something? Nope. That is only or maybe on, I just... Only, I on the, I saw... only on the Wii U, and in fact they're doing an expansion pack for it, I think in December. Maybe that's what I saw. Yeah. Uh, as far as the controller, it'll work on the on the screen part. I would almost guarantee you that. Um, Dustin says, Every game with an overworld needs an auto-run button like Final Fantasy XI and fourteen. Uh, World of Warcraft has that too. Uh, auto run button would be great. And also, I, I would like, uh, you know, like we said before, any kind of open world game should have a, like an auto drive to destination functionality. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, what game? LA, LA Noir had that. Noir did that, yeah. Yeah. I want that so bad in all of my open world games. I just want a fast travel. I'll be good. Fast travel to anywhere on the map. Bam. Done. I don't want to walk. I don't want to drive. I'm lazy. Just take me there. <laughs> um, Anthony says, so I was thinking long and hard and nacho cheese, bro. Duh. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm so glad that this has become a thing. <laughs> I can't you believe it's become a harder. thing. 
Uh, you should think longer and harder. Nope, nacho cheese is the rule. It's yep. the winner. No, nope. it's, it's, it's become the winner. We actually settled it when you guys weren't on the podcast. We went two to one, <laughs> and it was it was really free. Yep. You should you should have showed up on voting day is what I said, but yeah. you, know, you guys weren't there. <laughs> yeah, there's no pounds, there's so no absentee versus Drew. Yeah, there's yeah. no absentee Sorry. votes for uh, nacho cheese cool ranch argument. Sorry. Yeah, it's it's just settled. We made uh, we made Doritos great again. Okay. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> we made Drew pay for it, so it's even better. Uh, uh, Creed says, "Did you hear of the possibility of the Mario Switch game coming out on launch day instead of Zelda Breath of the Wild?" Yes, I read this yesterday. Um, I don't know why Zelda wouldn't, but I have heard that Mario is pretty close to being finished. Man, that'd be awesome. If they launch, launch Mario and Zelda. Oh my god. That would be nice. Best launch be ever. Sick. Find a better one. I dare you. <laughs> what if they would launch Mario or Zelda? What would you prefer? Uh, Mario. God damn. Mario, because I can play the Zelda on my Wii U. Well, if they delay it on the Switch, they're going to delay it on the Wii U. You think? Yeah. There's no yeah. way they launch it on one and not the other. No. no. I, I'm I'm much more interested to play the Zelda game than I am a new Mario game at this point. Yeah, I am too. I'm pretty stoked for that Zelda game. It looks real good. It it's actually crazy. a it's actually a different Zelda game from what we've been playing for the last two decades. So, oh, no, yeah. no, you remember the last time they did that? Everybody hates that game. It's called Zelda Two: The Adventures of Link. That's I a, actually like that game. That's a real ass too. RPG. Uh, he also says Infinite Warfare single player campaign is great so far. Yes, it is. Indubitably. Uh, somebody named Constantine replied and said, yes, the Pro Controller can be used on just the portable part. Watch the trailer again. You son of a bitch. (laughs) Glad you're not paying attention. Did I miss some tweets? Because I remember some stuff from earlier. I'm going to dig down here and find. But uh, Creed says, are we... Hey, Drew, are we ever going to get the final Phoenix Down episode of Eternal Darkness? I can sub in if you need someone. Uh, That will be recording probably Tuesday. (laughs) So, yes, our final episode will be hopefully live this week. You you don't want another Xenogears on your hands, do you? No, we're finishing this game. Okay. (laughs) Oh, here we go. Here's the tweets I missed. I don't know why these didn't load. Um, since the year is near, since the year is near end, what games do you feel didn't get talked about enough, or are 2016's hidden gems? That comes from Anthony. Uh, I have one. I've been actually thinking about uh, quietly about what we're gonna do for like game of the year. So I've been compiling a list in my mind about the things that I'm gonna gain, uh, things that I'm gonna bring up. I think. One game that I reviewed particularly on the Vita called Trillion, God of Destruction, is a game that got incredibly bad scores. It's got like 50s and 60s. I think it's open critic is something along the lines of the 50s. And um, that game surprised me in so many ways. I've never played a game like it before. The game actually really made me feel a sense of despair that I'd never felt playing a video game before and really impacted me in a way that I didn't think that game would, or any other video game. So that's the game that I would like to hear more people talk about. I think it's a really underrated, really amazing game. Stories, the path of destinies, motherfucker. Mm, yeah. That's a great one. Yeah, that game. We talked about it a lot when it came out, but I would really like to see that game get a, a release on like Xbox One or something just so people would talk about it again. 
I, I've had that game, been meaning to play it, and I still haven't loaded it up. It I you so need to load that game up. It before is so I will before the good. before the end of the year. I will load it. I up. still think, even with everything that's happened this year, I still think that game is in my top ten. I really, really, really liked that game. Yeah, that game came out of nowhere, and it really blew me away. Yeah, just so well done. Like, just not, not even just the combat, but just presentation wise, how everything's narrated and. Um, it's kind of like a modern day, like uh, this generation's Bastion. Yeah, it, it gave me a lot of Bastion vibes. Mm-hmm. I really like that game. Yeah, that's a great one. I, you really liked Oceanhorn. Yes, Oceanhorn was something that, man, that game came out of nowhere for me, and I loved it. I still need to play that. Yeah. Like, that's the best Zelda game that came out this year for me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything else. I'm sure there's a lot. I'm going to have to go through the list. As far as small games go. Yeah, there's a lot of little games that I think really impressed me that I didn't kind of expect them to be as good as they were. Uh, I I love Cold Steel 2, and no one's talking about that game. But uh, that's like a very niche game, so I expected that. So If I had played it this year... You should play it this year. I don't, uh, dude. I've already done Cold Steel one, and that took sixty four hours. <laughs> you played it too slow. Stop doing all the side missions that you don't need to. That's why you never finished Amalur. Well, I did finish it this year. This year, finally, after all these years. Yep. Next, next on your list is uh, what's that other big one I keep giving you shit about? Dragon's Dogma. Dragon's Dogma. There you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I started that game like four times. I've never gotten past the first ten hours. I beat that yeah. game. Dragon's Dogma's awesome. I beat that game. It's the fucking best. I got the Dark Arisen port on PC. That port's actually really good. Don't. Like, you know, constant don't, frame rates and everything. Don't touch that content until you beat that game and then beat that game again. I have to beat it twice. In you, order you, to need touch to the be, you need to be real high level. So if you do beat it, you need to like do a bunch of side stuff before you touch the dark, before you go to the Black Isles. Okay. That, I, went, that I, I went into the Black Isles after having played about 60 to 70 hours of the main game and just got fucking decimated. <laughs> it, is, it is a bad place. <laughs> Uh, R.I.P. Skate Destroy. Speaking of things that we've started, wants to say that the Princess of Canada says hi. Wow, I haven't heard that one in a long time. I know, right? <laughs> no, we haven't talked about the Princess of Canada in a long time. <laughs> Actually, DJ Mitsurari brought it up. When I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't even get the reference. It's, uh, it's a Gambus thing. What was it? He actually said that he talked to somebody who said they were the princess. They were the princess of Canada. Canada. I have to point out that the princess of Canada is technically the princess of the UK because it's still a, a UK sovereignty. So it's like okay. Wait, wait, wait hold on. Canada has a real princess? Well, no, I don't think they do. Um, but uh, it was, yeah. It was a they joke. Don't. It was a joke that, because uh, he believed it, I think. Okay. Mm. Oh, man, that was that was one of my favorite episodes, because we, we just lost it when we were talking about <laughs> that. Oh, man. Uh, Dustin says, tried the VR in Tomb Raider. Not that great. Uh, the comfort mode sucks and is slow as hell, and the normal mode can make you dizzy. Yeah, I've heard similar things. What uh, I didn't even know Tomb Raider had a VR mode. Interesting. Yeah, the 20th anniversary it's... has just like a little VR 
like the it's column. the mansion thing, isn't it? It's like the yeah, the yeah, the mansion oh, okay. thing is, yeah, is is in VR as well as normal. Call of Duty released a free VR thing. Uh, yeah, for free. I was quite surprised. Well, they know not a lot of people have VR, so they're not going to pay for it more likely. And I, well, I'm no, yeah, I thought it short. would be free for those who got Infinite Warfare, but it's free for anybody to download. So that's quite cool. Yeah. Uh, Dustin says, finally finished The Witcher 3. Damn, that game goes on forever. But had a blast with it. Uh... <laughs> now get into Blood and Wine, buddy. Yeah, have fun with that. <laughs> and Heart of Stone. Those th- DLCs are awesome. Uh, he also says, so, if Drew beat Xenogears, why don't we have a 12.7? <laughs> because he never really beat it in his heart. No, no I mean, no. I, I stopped because Matt said he couldn't progress any farther. You know, the thing about that playthrough, it's a shame, is that... I actually, I wasn't on the podcast with you guys, but when you guys were talking about playing Xenogears, I was like, oh man, I love that game. So I played along with you. So by the time you guys stopped, I actually had finished the game. I was like, if I were on the show, I would have made Matt finish the game. I would have transferred over my save file to him so he could use my stronger characters to beat that fight and then continue it on. He would have been willing to do that, though. I know, that's the thing. Like You could have done that for him. You you got past that part, but you you didn't do it. So it's never going to get finished, that playthrough. So good job, Drew. Good job. Yep. It's all on you. Yep. Dustin also says, member HoloLens? What happened to that? Uh, that's not a commercial thing. No, that's still going. That's They're still working on that. Yeah, that's mostly for business and development use. It's not. I, there will probably never be a HoloLens that people can buy that isn't like $3,000. Yeah, that's why it was weird when they showed it off at the conference. Yeah, it was, I don't understand why they did Like, it's a really cool technology. I think it's yeah, yeah. it's an amazing thing that they're doing, but we're never going to use that in a, you know, in any kind of capacity no. outside of a large business. Um, he says he doesn't like to get political, but I can't wait to vote November 8th when the podcast finally settles. Cooler Ranch or Nacho Cheese <laughs> via Twitter poll. <laughs> You know, Twitter poll, we let it run for like a week and really get set to see how it goes. That might be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, I really want Red Dead. I will, to... I will buy all the votes. <laughs> <laughs> Stop making a mockery of our democracy. There will be right? mass Cool Ranch voter fraud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you making a political joke? <laughs> I am. We should, uh, we should probably make some campaign ads. Some we real, should, some real nasty campaign. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Cool Ranch leaked us, all these one emails. Of us can turn into an, one of us can turn into a horrible orange gremlin. <laughs> eating, eating Cool Ranch Doritos leads to autism. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. It's been scientifically proven. So I mean, oh that's, my god, we just got to get Jenny McCarthy, and then she'll she'll buy into it for sure. We'll get her. Yeah, we got we got this in the bag, can no problem. <laughs> I don't want to talk about all the emails that Nacho Cheese has leaked over the years, but um, <laughs> I'm just saying, he should probably be in jail. Um, Dustin says, I really want Red Dead to have a single player, and it's hard nowadays to get friends to do multiplayer-focused campaigns. Yeah. He also tweeted one of my favorite pictures, which is a picture of Easy e If you don't know who Easy e is, kids, you're probably going to have to yeah. Wikipedia that. Um, Is he like cousins of Chuck E. Cheese or something? Oh my god, no. No. <laughs> no. 
Uh, Easy E sitting in an N64, and it says cruising down the street in my six fold. Six fold <laughs> in my rad. <laughs> That's still one of my favorites. Hopping like a muff, trying to hope. <laughs> cruising down the street in my six fold, <laughs> clocking the bitches, rocking the hoes. <laughs> Oh man, our uh, this should be an early '90s rap podcast. Oh, dude, I would totally be down for that. Oh, um, his last tweet says, "I wish I could just buy the Battlefield single-player campaign." There's no way I'm playing multi. I'm too old for that shit. Spawn and die. I feel you, brother. You know the thing about that is that I feel like that has some real potential for selling games piecemeal. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like they already do that anyway. It feels like a lot of the game, especially like that EA releases, is kind of like early access, kind of built upon their season pass. So what if they sold the single player campaign as a fifteen dollar experience? Uh, I think that would be pretty successful. Didn't Activision uh, do a test in like China for that for just selling the multiplayer? Uh, they have done things like that where they only sell the multiplayer or something like that. But I'm not they sure. They do on Steam. Reason. Uh, for Black Ops, you can buy the multiplayer on its own. Uh, yeah, I think that's for a like thing twenty you can bucks do. or something. Yeah, yeah. If you like these, um, we go back to talking about those three shooters. Like those three campaigns, if they sold those separately for twenty bucks, I would tell everybody to go buy all three of those. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The Titanfall campaigns worth that much. Oh yeah, Battlefield yeah. and Infinite Warfare well worth that much. Those are damn. Good year for games. Uh, Anthony says, "Oh man, until dawn is so good. I wish there was more." Uh yeah, man. I, I until dawn was like a sleeper hit for me last year. Yeah. It just came out of nowhere. These are the developers that make those games. Like they never made a triple A game like that before. So everyone expected it to be bad, but it went into directions that no one expected. It was great. That was a fantastic game. I wish they would just keep doing those. Yeah. Just like. You know, I mean, it doesn't have to be well-known actors. I know that's probably expensive to do. But just, you know, like, and have it like a chronology kind of thing where it's like, oh, they're they're in a beach house this time instead of it snowing, and now it's I vampires. It. I got it. I got it. Just make it a supernatural video game. You know what? For, it blows my mind they haven't made a supernatural video game yet. They just make really? it until yeah, long. they never made a video game based on supernatural. No. Which, right. I mean, it writes itself. Yeah. You've got different levels. You're fighting ghosts this time. You're fighting demons this time. You know, like there's a changeling in there somewhere. You know, I mean, that's that's perfect. And they make like reference, uh, references and break the fourth wall all the time during those comic episodes too. So, man, it'd be, it'd be such an easy game to make and it'd be good too. Yeah, yeah. I'd play that game. Or, you know, don't even let it be with Sam and Dean. It doesn't have to be. Maybe you team up with them for a level or something like that. You could be just random hunters. Yeah. yeah. You could make your own. Create your own hunter. You could be the ghost facers. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to be the ghost facers, man. No, nobody wants to be the ghost facers. Let's be fair. Uh, Shogun says, uh, so I bought my first 4K TV. I don't have an Xbox One S or a PS Bro. I swear I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it PS4 Bro for the rest of my life. Uh, it's sure. pretty crispy. Cheap 55 4K TV with HDR at Walmart for 550 bucks, And then he sent a link. 550 nice. bucks with HDR? That's kind of it's insane. pretty good, isn't it? I'm still going to wait at least a year, if not two years, till they're cheap and, and you know, regular. Hey. 
Yeah, the thing about the generation of the TVs is that there's a lot of functionalities that you'd have to look into. There's also the idea of input lag if you play video games, you know, fighting games especially. Like, if I'm preparing for, like, a tournament, I have to unplug my PS4 and plug it into one of my monitors so that I get that steady input lag. Uh, so you, if you, if your 4K TV doesn't have really good input lag, and they don't right now, uh, you might want to take into consideration of that thing. So even if you're playing like a first-person shooter like Overwatch, input lag matters. Matters a lot, actually. So you might you might want to take that into consideration. And don't just buy it because it's cheap. Always do your research. Uh, you know, you're making like a six hundred, seven hundred dollar investment, maybe even a thousand. So go, you know, type in the model number on the internet, see what like CNET, all the other websites have. Uh, you know, and obviously, like I said before, Black Friday, Cyber Monday coming up. Look for the deals. Look for the bargains. Save right. yourself some money. <clears throat> last tweet, uh, and these are tweets we picked up from last week. This last tweet's from Steve Wright, which always makes me think of Stephen Wright again. Probably kids don't get that reference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I spilled spot remover on my dog, and now he's gone. Gone. (laughs) (laughs) He's so funny. I love Stephen Wright. I tried to take a close-up picture of the horizon, and I went insane. Uh, Why does Nintendo keep distancing themselves from third parties? Are developers going to invest AAA titles in a third system? What? What? Read that again, again one more time. One Why more time. does Nintendo keep distancing themselves from third parties? Are developers going to invest AAA titles in a third system? Oh, okay. So he's talking about the Xbox One, PS4, and then Switch. Yes. Um, yeah. as, as long as they're... Well, the thing about it is, like, initially, there's always support. Even Wii U had third-party support when it began. But it comes down to that install base. So let's say the Switch sells well, and it does pretty well in its first year uh, selling a decent amount, then yes, the third-party support will continue because there's going to be games uh, that's going to be on the Nintendo platform that people are going to want to play. And also the fact that it's, it can be used as a handheld, it's going to have its uh, benefits as well. So there's going to yeah. be some gaming abilities and experiences that are going to be better on the go. Yeah, I think, uh, I think they'd see... Uh, a decent amount of sales, particularly among longer games, because I think there's some people, myself included, who would like to be able to take it with us and play on the go on occasion. Yeah, the uh, promise of remote play, but it actually working yep. this time. Yeah, but re- yeah, but not it not having to be remote play. It yeah. just being, um, yeah, hey, I've got the system with me. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't have to worry about lag or anything like that. A lot of people did that with the Wii U, like taking it on the plane and shoving it in the little compartment in the front and then plugging it in and playing on the gamepad. But that's not ideal. Right. Whereas with no. the Switch, it would be ideal because it is a lot more you know mobile friendly. Yeah. I don't know. I'm very interested to see what happens with the system, and I'm very interested to see the support that it gets because a lot of people seem super excited about it. I just want my Nintendo games. I'll be happy. I will probably never take that system anywhere. It probably will never leave the dock. <laughs> yeah, yeah most likely think. for me too. Yeah. Uh, I, I barely play my 3DS and Vita away from home either. It's like only during those times when I'm at like some waiting room for like six, seven hours would I bring those. Otherwise, they just stay home. Yeah, I took it. I took my 3DS with me when I went to Vegas this year, and I think I played it a total of like 45 minutes. I just... I don't know. I just don't like playing in in transit. It's just not a thing for me. So, 
I don't know. I think it'll the whole transit element will be much better in Japan when that you know transit is such such a more common thing. So we'll we'll see how well, this does. From what I saw, that people it's mobiles there now. They don't not even 3ds's get looking. Yeah. Mm, yeah, but that's like your like very specific experience of one week. If you actually look at the data of the people that do game on their transit, it's actually huge. Uh, in Japan, still, but it has dropped significantly. Yeah, the, the ga- gaming two, gaming years. as a whole has dropped in Japan. That's the thing about that. Yeah, even the but PS4 the mobile gaming is not... has still pretty strong. Yeah, even the PS4 hasn't broken very well in in Japan, which is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's it. Uh, if you want to shoot us a tweet, it's at N4G Podcast. Uh, you can follow each one of us individually. Uh, Jay is at Butterside Jay. Drew is at DML Fury. John is at John W UK, and uh, Ryan is at uh, Wombat RP. You can follow me in the site at ZTGD. And if you want to shoot us an email, even if it's about eating things, uh, you can send that to podcasts at ZTGD.com. I think that's it. Uh, Phoenix Down, Eternal Darkness will finish two weeks after Halloween ended. Thanks, yep. World Series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Cubs won the World Series. And then, it did. Uh, and then uh, Mass Effect is coming up, right? Oh, yes. When is yes. that? The, the next week after. Uh, no, sorry. I mean the, the new Mass Effect. Oh, that's next oh, year. Oh, Andromeda. That's next, next year. year. Yeah, okay. So you guys will be doing Mass Effect 1. Uh, so hopefully on when this podcast goes live in seven day, they don't announce a remaster, right? 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 <laughs> <laughs> I hope they do. I get a, I get a laugh. Oh, but that's it. Um, the 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 fall rush is is slowly slowing down, but we'll see. We still got some big games coming: Dead Rising, Watch Dogs, Dishonored. Yeah, uh, the Last Guardian. No, Final I said Fantasy I said 15. big. I said big games, not Last Guardian. That's not a big game. I I, I see what you're doing there, Ken. I see it. <laughs> This, this troll train continues. The troll train is in full steam oh, ahead, Oh, God. Baby. You know what? You know, you know, I just had a thought. Because I'm going to most likely review that game. And when I do, and by some chance that it sucks or something <laughs> like that, and I have to give, like, a really poor rating. What do you mean by chance? Like, that review is going to be laughing his ass off the whole time. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Like, laughing maniacally. I hope that doesn't happen. I'm just going to tweet it, and then and, and the caption is just going to say, Told you. <laughs> no, that game's gonna be great. It's gonna be fantastic. Uh, maybe if you like bad games, it'll be a great game. Who knows? Yeah, it's gonna be fantastic. Mm. One of the greats. One of the greats. Yeah, maybe no. no. Anyway, that's it. If nobody has anything else, I don't. I don't have the stock chicken noise. I'm sorry. Epic fail. Greetings, programs. 
I got lost trying to find my way to the secret underground N4C radio layer. Play games, not console. No bad boys allowed. And then, and then I killed the dragon. Then I killed the dragon.